0: Yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the 10th episode of Obscure Image Podcast, the most obscure podcast in the world. And today we really have a really, really dope guest. Um, I found out about this person also from Zephy, And I'm not even gonna get too deep into it. How don't you, bro? Why don't you just tell people who you are, what you do, and where you're from?
1: Hey guys, I'm uh I'm Morse. I uh, or Duncan. I make YouTube videos basically every day just on Call of Duty talking shit and sniping uh, i'm from pennsylvania in the united states so
2: okay. <laughs>
1: thank you for having me by the way it's dope to be here
0: no problem I pre- like again before we got into this i said thank you for coming on you know and giving me a chance like it's 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 heartwarming when people want to give a smaller interviewer a chance you know it's just it just hits different
2: yeah but you said you're from Likewise. Pennsylvania.
0: yeah how's it like growing up out there uh a lot of sticks <laughs> yeah
1: well yeah Almost no internet growing up. Like it was a. Uh, I grew up on a small farm, and then I worked on a small farm as well. So uh, milking cows and playing outside, and then eventually playing a lot of video games. So yeah,
0: that's super cool. I have only been to Pennsylvania once. I think it was. Was it? I forgot which part it was, but it was a lot of sticks, and we seen deers and shit running on the freeway and shit. Like they had like the deer signs and everything. It was it was super cool. It was a cool experience. I mean, well, the reason I went there wasn't cool, but it was it was a cool, you know, it was a cool experience, but I'm going to get right into it. Um, How'd you get into Call of Duty? Because you've been uploading videos all the way, dates all the way back to 2012. So how'd you get into Call of Duty?
1: Oh, dude, I remember, I still remember my first game ever of Call of Duty. Uh, I started on Call of Duty 4 back when, right when that came out, my dad got it um, and he I asked him what it was, and he just said, oh, here, try it. And I used an RPD on BOG. I remember going 8 and 15, my first game ever of COD 4. It's a vivid memory of
0: mine. COD 4 was the first COD you ever played? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the first COD you ever played, or, like, the first COD you ever owned type shit? Both. I I didn't...
1: Oh, actually, the first one I owned, owned, was, like... No, that is the first one I ever owned, because I my dad owned it and then we owned every call of duty after that eventually i started buying it but i was like 10 so i didn't buy that one.
0: Oh wow that's crazy my mom <laughs> did not let me play that shit bruh she was so like scared of me seeing that but i would just go to my cousin's house and play anyway type shit so she had to buy it
1: bro my dad would let us play all the war shooters we wanted military shooters just lighten up villages no problem but gta <laughs> was
0: a no-go
2: oh not that's another that one game. man That shit
0: so what, what but, made you, like, get into sniping? Because I remember hearing you, I think you said it, I don't know if it was in a and a but you basically said, like, red gunning was too easy, so you picked up a sniper. But what made you, like, pick up a sniper and stay with it? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, oh. they pick up a sniper and they just drop it.
1: Uh, so I've always liked the sniping aspect. Just the aesthetic of it's pretty cool. Um, so even on COD 4 and stuff, I would reg gun a lot, but I also like sitting in the back of the map with the Dragunov. That, that was my first favorite sniper, by the way, the Dragunov. It's okay. But, uh, um, yeah, I just kind of played casually and then I saw someone quick scoping in COD 4 and I was like, oh my God, how are you doing that? And he told me to look up a Zerg Grizz video and I did. And that's just when I started sniping and I just didn't stop. I started watching people like Muzza Fuzza and stuff.
0: So, do you think, like, if you would have never picked up a Sniper, do you think you would have started doing YouTube, or? I don't know. I, that's a,
1: maybe, but in a different aspect. I have no idea what I would have made, though, honestly.
0: Hmm. So, off the top of your head, like, would you, well, you said you don't, you don't know, but, like, you think it would have been vlogs? Do you think it would have just been, like, walkthroughs, or?
1: Damn, that's a... I'm an overthinker, and I've never thought about that at all. Honestly, <laughs> that's a good ass question, dude. Holy shit, my bro. I mean, okay. So before I ever posted anything to YouTube, I didn't. I actually didn't start posting Call of Duty. That wasn't my first uh, uh, game I ever posted. The first game I ever posted was a game called Combat Arms. Okay. I posted gameplays and stuff on that, but that was on the old channel. I accidentally deleted all those videos, so. um I mean, I guess I might still have made gaming videos, but besides that, I used to record videos with my brother, just like lip syncing songs, lip syncing, like August (laughs) Burns Red and stuff. (laughs) That's lit.
0: Oh, I know what I was going to ask. So let's say like you didn't pick up a sniper, but you kept making content. Do you think that you have gotten this far? Uh, Or I think you would have gotten farther
1: potentially or... Maybe farther, honestly. I, I think Call of Duty might have, I think Call of Duty's probably held me in a box, because mm. I, I like, I love making other videos. Like I did a Reddit video that was super. I mean, okay, that video wasn't fun. That was a terrible experience. <laughs> the fifty-fifty challenge. Have you heard of that?
0: No, I have not. No, dude. Oh my god. What is that? So
1: on, it's a subreddit. You go to Reddit and type in Reddit fifty-fifty challenge, and it brings up a normal thread of. Uh, posts and just an array of posts and it's descriptions and links that's it and this the description is one wholesome thing and then right next to it is one just super gruesome fucked up thing just terrible and that link is one of the two things and you click the link just to hopefully get the wholesome thing
0: Wait, so is, is the fucked up thing, like, on some, like, 4chan level fucked up, or...
1: Dog, I'm talking, like, mid-surgery type stuff, beheadings, oh like, crazy shit. Like, uh, uh, you remember when the internet wasn't censored back in the day? Yeah, Like, you yeah. just hop on and watch beheadings live? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, maybe not live. I don't think live streaming was a thing back then, but that, crazy shit. It, it's like that level. Or just poopy bathrooms, too. They also have that. Um. But, yeah, that one thing i didn't think of when i was recording that video is that i had to go back and edit it <laughs> so <laughs> that was pretty ass but those, videos.
0: i mean i like Oh, go ahead go
1: i like making videos like that i like making a lot of irl videos or uh i don't know if you know who cody Co is yeah like cody Co, Noel miller i do those are some of my favorite kinds of videos but i don't think i would be like a mr beast or anything
0: yeah those videos i feel like that's where I feel like YouTube is kind of going into like a new wave of that. I think that's what we're gonna see more of. Like, who's another one? Uh, I think his name's Arak or Arirak. You know yeah, it
1: dude, is? it's so over the top. That's too much. So much pressure. I don't know yeah. if I could handle that. Like, I don't know, man. I kind of cringe when I spend money on COD points for a video. I don't know if I could <laughs> buy someone a Lamborghini. <laughs>
0: <Yo>. <laughs> he said, I cringe when I buy COD points. Yo, but I, I mean. Is it fucked up that I never bought a fucking COD point in my life,
1: dog? I miss Black Ops One COD points. Why do I have to spend real money on this shit, man?
0: Oh, I never Although, bought a COD point.
1: What the fuck? I, I bought way too many. I'm I honestly envy you so much. I wish I was you. Oh. How long have you been actually sniping though?
0: Well, ah, uh, so I want to say 2016 is when I started quick scoping. But I wasn't uploading clips, um, I wasn't even doing social media, I was still like in a very dark part of my life, but I was just, I don't know, I was just quick-scoping quick with the homies. And then I, my first clip that I ever posted was in 2019, it was a World War II clip. So I think about since 2016, 2019 I started taking it serious, and then I stopped sniping, and I started to go pro, and I started to do a lot, and then I stumbled upon interviewing people. You said started to go pro? Yeah, I wanted to start the Go Pro. Um I was on my way to be basically Path to Pro. I talked about it in I think in a Zephy interview. I was supposed to get picked up by a team, but then I made a video talking shit about um, I think it was Cold War, and then the CEO of that team unfollowed me, so yeah. But what a bitch. Uh, don't don't say that, bro. No no, 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 I understand from like a business point. I understand why he did that. And for all yeah. I know, maybe he that wasn't the reason, but I know he followed me and you know, and then after that, he knew I was grinding for the team. I was exchange DMs with him and shit like that. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That sucks ass, though. Like, when you're grinding for the team or something, like, just to, I don't know, that had to be a kick in the nuts.
0: Yeah, I understand, though, because, you know, from a business perspective, you don't want to sign somebody who's talking shit about the game they're supposed to go pro at. So, I completely understand. It's like, yeah, they're going to be getting fined out the ass. Hella fines they're going to have to pay, so I understand 100% but um enough about me uh do you think scoping would ever get nerfed to the point where that shit doesn't exist anymore
2: yeah you think yeah, i don't think so um
1: i think if call of duty lasts another 20 years yeah uh, there's gonna be a game where it's absolutely undoable um I, well, people will still try to do it i think um and people will still go for gameplay videos and try to hit clips with whatever gun. They'll find some like sniper shotgun or some shotgun they can make into a sniper. But uh, I think, I don't know. I think there will be a time where it's already happened where they've tried to nerf it into the ground. I think they will do it. They could do it more dramatically. But I think as long as Call of Duty is a thing, snipers are going to be a thing. Like People are going to try to snipe.
2: Yeah.
0: And you do kind of have a point in terms of like they already are kind of doing it. I think it's very very slow. Like they're trying to ease it in, maybe, to you know not shock people.
1: Bro, this game though, Modern Warfare Two. Do you like? Have it? you played? Ha, dude, have you sniped on it yet?
0: No, I haven't sniped, but I played and deleted that shit. So. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I talked about this so recently. I think it was the last video I did. I can't describe why I like it. Like, I can describe all the things I hate about the game, but I can't describe... I like it more than I hate it. I There's so many things about it I just like. It's so enjoyable to me. It's just a likable game. Uh, and sniping is... Sniping is solid on this game. It might get nerfed.
0: You know what I think? I think that um, people may like this game more because Vanguard was so shit. That's what, that's what I personally think. Oh, oh
1: so it has the Black Ops Two effect? I think people, all right, I
0: think people shit on Ghosts because it came oh, out right after BLT. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think so, man. Cause that game, man, I don't know. To me, like the last like average like good COD. I think it was. I think it was BO Four was like the last like solid. Even though BO Four had a lot of problems, that game was kind of shit. But it was the last like okay one. I felt like I feel like after that, it just went downhill kind of. Um, I think it lost
1: call of duty lost its personality. Uh, no one, I don't think, I think 90% of the people who make call of duty don't care about call of duty. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, like back in the day, cod for MW2, even though that MW2 is overrated, I'm sorry. It was great for the time, but like the maps suck. Ass. They suck balls in that game.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: be real. Um, the games just had passion, like you you could feel the the love in those. Um, but yeah, Black Ops Four got the short end of the stick. Absolutely, I think the devs gave up on
0: that game. Yeah, yeah. And then we got Modern Warfare, and it's great. And another thing, I, one reason why I feel like that game, Modern Warfare Two, may have like more more people liking it is because they're using that name, that Modern Warfare name. Like they're
2: a million I don't know,
1: percent.
0: You know, you get what I'm saying, though, right?
1: Dude, it's a most selling COD in history because it's Modern Warfare 2 again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, you drop the most nostalgic game ever with the same... Like, you drop a game with the same name as the most nostalgic game ever, it's going to do numbers. I mean, anyone can say that. But What's your favorite COD, though?
0: Hmm, my favorite COD... I'll always battle with this COD because I, I can't just say one... I'm just going to say my top five. My top five changes over the years. But now that I look back on it, I think, um... BO2, for sure. BO1. And I put MW2 and MW3 in the same boat. I feel like that's damn near the same game. People may shit on me for that, but I feel like that's the same game. So... They're so similar. Man, BO1, BO2, MW2 slash MW3. Um... B O Three was a pretty pretty solid solid game, and probably World War Two. Oh no, fuck that! My bad. I take bl O Three out of that. World at War because that was the first COD I ever played.
1: I knew you say that. I listened to that in one of your uh, last uh, podcasts. I knew it for a World at War, so slept on.
0: Man, I fucking love that game. Oh. That was the first COD I ever played, and yeah, then probably World think... War Two because that was the first clip I ever uploaded. All right. What about you,
1: dude? I think. It's so hard to have a, a favorite COD list. I think there's a difference, though, between best COD and favorite COD.
2: Mm.
1: Absolutely. Um, best COD ever, I think, like, for the culture, for the innovation, for Call of Duty as a franchise, Black Ops 1 is the best COD to ever come out. Um, either Black Ops 1 or Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3 was start of the downfall, though, I think. I mean, it, it was the peak because you had content creators that were starting to figure out how to make – like wildly successful content. They were getting the system down, the formula down. Mm -hmm. And then you had supply drops and all that, but it also started like the greed machine of Call of Duty.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. What the fuck? I didn't think about Um, it like that. Yeah. So um,
1: I think that's where the peak happened, but you know, after the peak is you never get that good again. Um, But black ops one is probably the best COD. I mean, they had, that was the introduction of like actual custom games or uh, party games. Introduction of bots, introduction of COD points, introduction of, um, what is it? Like, I mean, all the prestigious character customization. That was introduction of, uh, like, actual, uh, fuck, like the zombies storyline. There was so much about that game that is just innovative. Reactive environment. I mean, launch halfway through the game, the rocket launch, stuff like that. There's so much about that game that's just so innovative. Hmm. But favorite one, BO2.
0: BO2, okay. Yeah,
1: and but COD 4. COD
0: 4 was oh, so good. For best COD, I think you, you bring up a pretty strong fucking argument. I never thought of BO1 as like the best COD ever. Or you also said BO3 too. I never, those are, you brought up pretty strong arguments though. I never thought of those two games like that. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? You're actually kind of making me think now. What the hell? Because I was going to say best COD and, probably rolled at war. I love it that broke. game so much.
1: Dude, that game, the oh my god! I remember playing that game as like an eleven-year-old and watching legs fly off and being in awe. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! My dad lets me play this. Oh my god! Man, but uh, like, um, and zombies, dog. I would forget to eat playing Shinonuma, bro. I got to. We would get to round twenty-five. I would get carried by some sixteen-year-old kid that just got home from high school, and like. I'm 12 years old so I don't know what's going on and I think round 25 is amazing this fucking nerd is carrying us all day I don't know I, World of War Zombies is just so fun
0: this interview is um, kind of this is kind of like I don't know this is this is not for like this is the first time where I've interviewed somebody and it does not feel like an interview like even though I tell you like I try to schedule my I try to like make my interviews like that but this one I don't know this does not feel like an interview this is tripping me out it feels like I'm just fucking talking to a friend. I don't know. That's just trippy. Does this feel like an interview for you or?
1: Nah, it just feels like I'm talking. What the fuck? I feel like that's what a podcast is, though. Like, it's just, I mean, yeah, it's an, like you have the interview setup, but I feel like um, an hour long interview or like a four hour long interview in a fo- interview formula would just get boring fast. Yeah. It's like, I love, dude, watching podcasts where it just feels like a conversation. Those are so fun to watch. Joe Rogan, like you were saying before we started, he does that so well. I mean, whether you like his views or don't like him, I don't agree with everything he says, but like, he's so good at opening up his guests and just breaking them down and making them feel like people.
0: Like, yeah, Yeah, I feel like he's like the godfather of that shit, really. Um, And I, you know, I study interviewers. Like, one interviewer that I feel like is really, like, kind of. She kind of pioneered like the whole, like getting people to come out of their element and be themselves is, uh, I don't know if you know who this is, but Terry Gross, she's like a big, no. yeah, she's like a huge interviewer from back in the day. She was like basically known for like having people be themselves around her and not be basically not be scared to be vulnerable in a sense, you know, she's an amazing yeah. interviewer.
1: I, I, dude, I feel like two other people that do that, uh, what's his name? Sean Evans, hot ones.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. That
1: formula is genius. You literally put people in pain to break them down to normal people. (laughs) It's so funny, and I love it. Uh, And then, uh, what's his name, Nardwar or whatever? Oh, yeah. He finds the most obscure facts about people. Yeah, dude, I think, especially, uh, like I was saying before, too, your uh, improvement from first podcast to now, from last podcast, is very noticeable, and you started out pretty good, too. So, I mean likewise, like you're already, I can tell you're studying. Thank you, bro. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, I I appreciate that, that, I don't know, it, it means a lot, because one thing I also, fuck, I don't want to get too much into myself, but one thing I also want to do is I want to, um. just think, just like as like a backup plan, kind of want to go to school for psychology, and I feel like this kind of, goes hand-to-hand with psychology and interviewing get, getting to know people and know their brain and shit like that and um i mean yeah, yeah. you get yeah. what i'm saying
1: yeah i mean in not in a negative way at all but you <laughs> kind of have to manipulate the conversation sometimes like to i feel like the best interviewers almost they just steer the conversation really gently
0: yeah i feel what you're saying it's like a transition type of thing yeah um, yeah and
1: open people up and stuff yeah totally
0: I don't, know if, I, don't th- I don't think you spoke up on this the interview. What made you want to start um uploading YouTube videos? Did you already answer that or?
1: What made me want to Dude, I don't even um guys like Grizz. I Grizz is one of those guys that he was a pioneer, but he's not my favorite. He was just the guy that introduced me. Um Muzza fuzza When I saw Muzzafuzza and Syndicate and those guys making videos together, uh, that shit together. Did they make videos together? I feel like they did. Whatever. I was a kid in my room watching all these different YouTubers. In my head, they were making videos together. But uh, watching all these guys make videos and then turn it into real life stuff. And I remember, dude, when Syndicate hit 2.4 million subscribers, I still remember that video. It's (laughs) cringe. The actual video is super cringy, but I watched it like 800 times. So seeing the old school YouTubers kind of pop off and enjoy it, it made me want to try it. And I just found that I really like creating stuff, uh, no matter what it is.
0: Uh, this kind of... this I didn't have this question re- written down, but you say you like creating stuff, and you were editing for a little while too, right?
1: Yeah, that's how I joined a lot. That's how I got my foot in the door in a lot of
0: teams, yeah. Have you ever thought of, like... Because when I look at editing and how people edit, like when I look at Pride's old videos that he edited, like his old montages and shit, I look at it from, like, a... Um, like a director perspective almost have you ever thought of like because you said you like creating would you ever think about making a movie or some shit or directing a movie or something like that
1: no not movies um i've thought about uh doing music videos okay because i music is one my i like making youtube videos and I love music. I listen to music, a lot of different music, and I like it for a lot of different reasons. And then I also find appreciation in music videos. Like Cole Bennett popularized the DIY music video, but I love music videos that have that much detail and kind of create a whole experience aside from the audio.
0: Do you have like a favorite music genre?
1: Um, uh, emo boy stuff. I like sad shit and uh, a lot of rock stuff.
0: Okay, so so hopefully you don't get offended, but do you like MGK? I I like MGK. All
1: right, there's some, okay. He's, dude, he's such a bad person. I'm sorry. He's like not, he's not a good person, but I like some of his music. And one of my, bro, one of my best friends, moderator from day one, Wheezy, dude, he loves him to death, loves MGK to death. And I respect it. I love some of the music, so I'll I'll never slander MGK that much because, like, my boy Weezy. But uh, there's some stuff that he does that, like... Like the blood rituals with Megan Fox? Dog. Oh, uh, uh, yeah,
0: that's something... Come I... on. That's...
1: I, but I... at the same time... God. I, I, bro, some people have caught me bopping at a red light to I fell in love with an emo
0: girl. I mean... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the, yeah, the the, the... the, uh... Fuck. The blood ritual thing is kind of, that's like a whole other discussion. I think it's up for debate whether or not that makes him a bad person. Weird, yeah, it is a little strange how, how like, they kind of normalize that and how, you know, Megan Fox just normally said, yeah, we do blood rituals and, you know, we do we drink each other's blood for ritual purposes. That was kind of strange, but uh, a lot of strange shit goes on.
1: <laughs> I think bad person might have been a stretch, but, like... <laughs> 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 uh also the the movie he did that music video movie i mean i get the vision but i wasn't a fan of it
0: i saw it um, oh you didn't like it i haven't even seen it yet.
1: Uh, um what about you that like what kind of music you folk
0: with oh uh, man i listen to everything from from reggae to ska to old school hip-hop i don't listen to like the trap music anymore i just don't like oh. um i don't like the uh you got to be careful what you're listening to and what words go into your brain. So you have to be very, very careful because I think I read somewhere that your brain doesn't understand like if words are coming from you or not. They just hear the words. So if you hear Ooh. in a in a rap music, I do lean or or in rock music, you hear oh I want to, you know, unalive myself or something like that. Your brain does can't really comprehend that it's not coming from you. It just hears the words. So you have to be very, very careful. But uh, damn. Yeah, I read, I read an article like that. But I listen to everything. Rock music. Um, only thing I really don't listen to is country. Even though I like Johnny Cash. That's the only country artist I listen to. But I listen to everything, man. Everything from Paramore to Lauren Hill to... Dude, um Everything. Just everything.
1: Paramore has way too many bangers. There's no way. Like... They have too many bangers than anyone should ever have. And I'm... I, I don't know they're just an incredible band and from such a young age like the drummer was like 12 years old or something maybe 16 but they were so young when they started going crazy
0: yeah, I, I kind um, of feel like I'll oh, go ahead go
1: but yeah I, the whole like the whole emotions kind of summoning from what music you listen to makes a lot of sense because I went on like a three month juice world binge and I was so sad
2: yeah
0: is um, <clears throat> the whole thing with like drugs, it, it just really, you know, it really fucks with me. Like I'm, I'm five years sober and shit. So it, it really kind of affects me when I hear people like, especially him, cause he was really doing it, you know? So it, it yeah. really fucks with me when I hear somebody, you know, kind of talking about, you know, their pain and people are yeah. kind of applauding it in a sense. It's like, damn, like this person is going through some shit, bro. Like I don't, it, it really fucks with me. Like even like, um, you know who Stevo is, right? Yeah, dude. dude fucking Stevo's story's crazy, bro. Like, bro, and these people,
1: like, people wonder why all these art up and coming artists and uh, people come up and die so soon after uh, coming up is because they're applauded for doing drugs. They come into so much money and they just don't. They do drugs already, so they don't know what to do themselves, and then they're just fed drugs, just hand fed. Oh yeah, keep producing, keep producing. Yeah, but really... what exactly happened with Stevo though?
0: Oh, so Steve-O, he was like already kind of like, yeah, I think he said it himself, he was like a fuck-up, he was like basically on his way to dropping out of school, he wasn't going to class, he was just doing drugs, trying to be a stuntman, and then I think the guys from Jackass, like later on, they had to like set up an intervention for him, because he was like really, like he used to do nitrous oxide, Um, he used to do, I think he used to do cocaine, he used to do like a lot of just like fucked up drugs, and he was like down bad, like he was basically gone, like he wasn't there anymore. But um, he bounced yeah. back 100%. Like, it's fucking amazing. His story is like... It really touches me, you know?
1: I remember hearing a little bit about that. He did a... I think he did a podcast with Steve Will Do It.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah. I think he touched on that a bit
1: in that. But... I'm glad, dude. I'm glad he got help. And I'm glad when... I'm glad when people do. Because, like, that... It, that hits home for me a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah. Like, I... <laughs> Uh, not to I got it it's weird get, like getting so deep you know mm-hmm. you That's don't what have she to, said you don't have to. oh god he's so oh god
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. no but
1: like I, like growing up my my mom struggled with like alcohol and stuff like I, for a lot of my childhood and i mean I, she's she found the help that she needed too and as i grew up and as she kind of grew up and learned about it like it had a huge effect on my life growing up and I, we have a phenomenal relationship now. I call her all the time. We talk all the time. And she's amazing sober. But, I mean, you can just see, especially if you're a kid dealing with that, like, people just aren't themselves. I Like, it fucks people up. Any sort of uh, substance abuse.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm sorry to uh, hear that, bro. You know, you know, I never... Fuck, I'm about to get fucking emotional. I never, like, you know... Because when you do drugs, you don't really think about... Or when you do alcohol, whatever you're doing. When you're doing drugs, Mm -hmm. you don't think about the people outside of you looking at you go through that. And um, it just hit me just now that, you know, I'm pretty sure... Because I remember asking my mom, like, did you know like I was, like, fucked up going through that shit? And she said she knew something was wrong, but she just didn't know type shit. So it, it really hits different what you just said, that, like, seeing her go through that. And it's like, from... An addict's perspective, I didn't even think about, like, that's one of the, that's something you're not thinking, you're not thinking about what other people think about you doing drugs, you don't, I will, I know from my perspective, I didn't give a fuck what people thought, I just knew I wanted to get high, that's all I wanted to do, I didn't, I don't know, so you saying that, like, it just kind of made me get emotional a little bit, like, I never, I'm kind of getting, my words are getting fluttered, I never thought of how other people would think about my addiction, until you just said something.
2: Like,
1: I mean, it's, it is one of those things. And it's something that I feel like people, I don't know if you went through uh professional help or not, or if you did it on your own, did it on um, own. either yeah, dude, either way, like just coming back from it in general, is tough as fuck for any, whether it's dude, even caffeine, people who are addicted to caffeine, that shit is so oh, yeah. addictive.
0: That's a drug. I don't um, even drink caffeine yeah, anymore.
1: Absolutely. I drink so much. It's so bad. for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. But like, for it's, it, it's difficult. And, uh, I think now uh, what they teach when you go through like professional rehabilitation and like the family goes through it. If you kind of, if your family is trying to get you help, they try to also educate the family on it. Um, oh shit. Where was I going with it? Fuck. I, Oh God, I lost it. I lost my train of thought mid sentence. Um, it's, it's okay. We get we could skip. Oh, processes. like they, well, they, they teach to understand, like, it's not just a person being a bad person. It's an actual struggle. It's a problem that is like, it's difficult to get through. But yeah, you're right. We, sh-
0: yeah, you got
1: a list of questions.
0: <laughs> oh, it's um, it's a fucking disease, man. That shit really, it, it fucks with me, man. Because when you said that, it really fucking hit. Like I never thought, you know, what somebody outside of me would think about my addiction. Like them seeing me go through that. Like it's 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 a fucked up thing. I'm going to get into my next question. Right. So, sometimes I'd be wondering, like, like damn, how do these kids, like, keep going? Because I remember telling you, there's so many people in the COD scene who, they were around since, like, 2011, 2012, and then they just stopped. So, I want to ask, like, even though you're still going, what made you want to keep going? Because I also remember, um, I think it was around the time you left Obey, you were saying, like, how you are going through, like, kind of a dry spell and you were hitting clips and shit like that. Like during times like that, what made you wanna keep going and keep making content?
1: I don't know. Uh, Dude, there's been so many, even back before I made videos more frequently, I guess, been when I just liked hitting clips, I had so many times, I have two specific instances that I still remember to this day. One, I was screaming. I was in a party with my friend, Xbox Party, dog shit mic quality, screaming. If I don't hit a no-scope triple this game, I'm quitting forever. <laughs> and I hit a no-scope triple that game, like 30 seconds later. I mean, from clip, like, I mean, there's times, like I mean, as shallow as just hitting clips where I've just been pouty and wanted to quit. I mean, there's a lot of times making videos that I've wanted to quit too. I mean, like, Probably every single playthrough that I've done on a game, I've thought, man, is this really what I like? should be doing? Should I be making YouTube videos? Because views will go down drastically. But um, I kind of put myself back in the headspace of uh, I do this for fun. I genuinely love doing it. Even if I, on my worst day, 10 out of 10 video, no one watches the video. The next day, I just, I can't help but think about making another video just wanting to do it. It's, just,
0: it's almost an addiction,
1: but I just really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Like you put yourself in the habit of just, I have to do this type of thing, right?
1: Uh, Yeah. And I use, I'm trying to get out of using the word have. Like I have to do this. or I have to record a video. Mm-hmm. I try telling like like, uh, I stay with my grandparents when I'm home from work now and I try telling them, okay, I get to go record a video now. Like I, because I, I felt negative saying I have to okay I, I feel like i just used it as an excuse to oh man this is super important to me and no one else so like I, if i say i have to do it then they'll think i have to they'll think it's super important but
0: I, no i feel what you're um, saying because i get to is like almost like it's a privilege that i'm able to do this type of thing right yeah I feel
1: just it, like i have i have the time i don't i mean i have some responsibility and uh even more so now over the last few months but like I don't know. I just always find time to do this because I just—I don't know what it is. I just genuinely love doing it.
0: Yeah, that's how you know you found your passion. Shit's amazing. Is um, um—is there anybody in the community who are? Excuse me. Let me reword that. Is there anybody that that you were making content with, or people you've seen in the community that don't make content anymore that you want to shout out? Somebody you think that their name deserves to be said? Oh shit. Um. The first
1: name that came to mind, I don't know if... First name that came to mind, I'm sure I can think of people that are just equally as deserving. But uh, my friend Cameron, he went by Torn. I was uh, in teams with him way back in the day. He was a gamer. He was so good. And he just stopped doing it because he stopped liking it. So, um... He made some banger videos, though. Is there anybody else? Um not really that i can think of i kind of wish. i mean on that topic i kind of wish youtube was still like 2015 2016 era i wish uh, people that still make content i wish they still made content like 2015 or 2016 and that might be nostalgia speaking but it just seemed more fun
0: yeah uh didn't um i think i seen i was doing research one of your editors like he used to edit a lot of your montages i think his name is uh, Isaac Kings or something like that. He, Kings did, did he stop too or? Oh, oh my God! He he
1: technically did. He technically put out his final montage. Oh. I for, dude, I forgot he quit, just because he's so he's still. We talk a lot. He's one of my best friends. Um, yeah, he's an um. First off, he's a fantastic dude, but uh, also one of the best to ever. Do it. He gets into something that you won't see from a viewer perspective uh but you'll only see the best content creators do this in every category they micromanage everything they do and they learn from everything they do they look at their last videos they say what can i do better here 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 kings james he actually went back like from editing to actual clip placement to production quality of audio quality and uh, different background sounds and transitions, how stuff flowed together, telling a story with the video, making perfect soundtracks and everything, even down to how he played the game. Like he had, how he hit clips to a formula. A unbelievable player. Unbelievable. Like one of the best to ever do it. And it, all the love he gets is so deserving.
2: It, uh,
0: it's, um, That's why I said, like, it kind of puts me in the mind of, like, a director, especially somebody who edits to that degree of what you just said. It's like a director, somebody making a fucking movie, literally, like, the transitions, all that shit, bro.
1: I think Alistair, he's one of the... Oh, yeah, he's... I think he was a forerunner for that style of editing in the community. Uh, Like, he just does stuff at a... Like, uh, we were talking before about Pioneers. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it was before the recording, but... uh, Mm -hmm. He's a pioneer in his style of editing. He's a reason so many editors got so good. I think, at least in the uh, at least in the more rock side of the community, the the sniping side.
0: I feel what you're saying. Shout out to Alistair. There's another person. Um, I think I was talking about it with a fameful, sore. I think his name is Soar Shea. I don't know what happened. He just kind of disappeared too. Shout out to him. There's a lot of people, man, who are like amazing at what they do, and they kind of just like you know disappear from the crowd <laughs> community.
1: And there's so many people that, like, there's so many people that made a couple videos and had so much potential and just stopped. Yeah. Or, like, I used to get so mad at my friends. They'd be so good. They'd be so talented. And they're just like, meh, I don't like it anymore. I would be <laughs> struggling to hit quad feeds. And these fuckers hitting five-ons every game, And they're like, meh, I'm bored. It's like, dog, come on. Just make a video. But, uh, think you ever see the... Um, I was thinking about this before the edit salt and it's like a super obscure edit from way back in the day.
0: Is it a cod edit or?
1: Yeah, dude, I, I'll, I'll link it to you at some point. Cause it gets back to the emotional point, but like watch that edit and kind of, if you can look into the backstory, there might be some Reddit threads. It's about a guy, an editor losing his like best friend. And that's why it's called salt. And oh, wow. Um, and it, like, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful edit. And he that was his last edit ever. He never made anything after that.
0: Well, that's sad. Damn. Yeah. But shit.
1: There's a lot of people that had so much potential that just quit. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's wrong to quit something when you get bored of it. Um, I think you should enjoy your life, you know?
0: Okay. I was going to save this question for later, but what, what do you have like a favorite, like let's say your top two montages, one that's a COD montage and then one that is not a COD montage? I know there's so many out there. Oh, shit. Um, favorite montage? Honestly, it might be... Uh,
1: okay, so this is cheating, but back in the day, and it doesn't hold up now, but back in the day, Exile put out a trilogy. It was uh, Premonition... Uh, something else, and then Apocalypse, all back-to-back. Uh, they were, And that trilogy is amazing. I, I watched that trilogy, like, a million times. And I don't think it, it does not get the love it deserves.
0: That That's a COD one, right?
1: Yeah. And then um, non-COD? Bro, I don't know. I used to watch a lot of Gears montages back in the day and Halo montages and stuff, but I can't think of any off the top of my head that are, like, They don't have the same variety as COD ones. Like Call Call of Duty ones, COD editors found a way to make stuff so memorable. Like they go past just the clips and they put really creative personality into their edits. And I think that's what makes videos stand out in the long term.
2: Yeah,
0: I think my favorite um, COD montage, when I seen this, I said, oh, no way. Like I'm just now finding out about this shit. It was the um, Agni Twins and Kitty. I think it was Coexistence 2 that one and then oh! yeah that that's a fucking banger and then for note for like non cod i have to say sweet by mito i fuck with like the simple edits and shit i've never seen that actually i'm probably going to link it to you i fucking love that's one of my yeah, favorite yeah, montages sweet by mito
1: all right yeah link that please um coexistence i remember <laughs> loki okay uh i don't know why i'm bringing this up but I met agony and I went up to Canada for new year's and I met him and I met the twins. And <laughs> I remember they, I walked in and they're like, you reacted to coexistence. Right. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it like, I think it was coexistence. It was like their new, the last Taj I ever made or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But that was dope. I, I just saw that. It was a funny moment. I never had anyone uh, talk about me reacting to their montage in person before so it was just surreal
0: that was such a good montage man like I think in the background they had like classical music I fucking love classical music it was just that was such an amazing montage
1: like or- the epic orchestral type shit
2: yeah oh man yeah
1: dude bro that was hot back in the day back in like
2: 2013
0: oh shit Um, <laughs> did you think that like you hitting clips for fun was gonna lead to all this
1: no, I was too, bro, I was too insecure to think it would, I would ever make the videos I make now. I was the edgy COD nerd that, like, I didn't actively talk shit to people about making personality videos, because obviously I watched them, but I was so edgy. I just, I was like, mm, Call of Duty montages are the real content. It takes so much more effort to make a COD montage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, Yeah. It's not that I didn't want to it's just I was too insecure
0: What were you insecure about like was it your clips or was it your personality like what were you insecure about um? Well, I I actually I don't know if You said you told me you
1: went way back. You told me some stuff that I forgot about myself. Um, (laughs) I Don't know if you saw stuff like the hot sauce every death video. Yeah, or like the I I seen any commentary bro uh, I dabbled in the personality content way back in the day, like BO2, like BO2 days. Um, you know, like during phase one, I made like a COD three commentary or some shit. Not phase one, phase five, like the first phase five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so, uh, growing up, I was super nervous all the time. Partially, I think part of it comes from uh, I had a lisp growing up, like a really bad lisp. It took, I couldn't say most of the alphabet and no one could understand what I said until like, first grade uh and then i was in speech therapy all the way up until like sixth grade or so and it still comes back sometimes i have a sometimes i have a tough time enunciating um you'll probably hear it at some point during this if i don't think about it um but that made it where it i i I think i felt like nothing i said really mattered just because no one could understand me for so long um And then I was just super soft spoken and it just carried out through life. So I was super insecure about stuff for a long time. And then like uh, having a rocky home life when I was younger and then I I was not popular in school at all. So just overall, I just didn't have a reason to feel good about myself. So uh, I don't know. Once I broke that though, once I said, fuck it, I want to make the videos I want to make. I want to (laughs) be, I want to be Walmart, Jeff, baby. Oh Uh, man. (laughs) bro but once i said like i want to make the videos i want to make and i don't care i'm gonna get good at it or i won't um that's kind of when i lost that i really yeah i just enjoy talking out of camera and making videos now
0: so what year do you think that was that you broke out of it like 2016 no
1: bro like 2019
0: oh really yeah modern warfare mw 2019 man that's crazy, because going back, like, I didn't really, I didn't, wow, that's very interesting. I, You seem really like, um. I don't know, when you were, like, talking, it, it seemed normal. Like, I didn't, that's that's crazy, you never know what somebody's going through. Like, I just, I didn't see that. I, you felt really like, I don't know, kind of, well, of course, you're more lively now, but I don't know, I, I didn't see that. You, you looked lively, you felt lively, you know?
1: I, I mean, I guess... 2019, I was still 21 years old. I mean, I guess once I got out of high school, I went to a vocational school. And once I left the school I was at and went to the vocational school, I ran into people that were a bit more open and accepting. And I met some of my best friends ever there. So I think I started to break out before then. But just in terms of content, I should say 2019 is when I broke out. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Even even now, I'm still like pretty insecure. I don't, but like, eh, not nearly. I mean, progress is progress, right?
2: Yeah.
0: What they say, they be saying a, a dub is a dub, a win is a win. <laughs> a dub is a dub, baby. Man, hey, does does the Walmart Jeff shit bother you? Sometimes. Sometimes. Because um, uh, if it's in a
1: negative connotation, like there's people on TikTok. If I have a TikTok pop off. I get like a 100 comments of people saying he's just – like he studied Jev and he's trying to do all the mannerisms and just act like Jev. And it's like, dog, you don't know me as a person. You don't know who I am or how I act Mm -hmm. at all. I'm like when – I'll get compliments and stuff and that's a crazy compliment. Like he's obviously – to me and literally however – like 5 million other people, he's a legend – in the community and just on the internet. So being compared to him is huge to me, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, when I, when I seen your content, I mean, I seen a little bit of Jev's influence, but for some reason, I also, sometimes how you word certain things, for some reason, you almost put me in the mind of a, uh, of Nuda kind of too. Really? Yeah. I fucking love Nuda. Shout out I've to Nuda. never heard that. Yeah. You kind of put me in the mind of Nuda. Sometimes like some of the jokes that you saying how you word them also kind of put me in the mind of Nuda. Yeah.
1: Now, my sister just told me the way I word things makes her think she had a stroke. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but no, that's a thrill, though. That's, that's a big compliment. Thank you. Yeah, I fucking love Nuda. Sh-
0: shout out to Nuda. Have you ever yeah, you, absolutely. you met Jev, right?
1: Yeah, Anaheim.
0: So how did that come on? Um, you said Anaheim?
1: Yeah, I uh, honestly, I just bet it was like a fan thing. Like uh, he was at the G Fuel stand early and I just noticed him. And I was like, oh, shit, there's no line. And I went over and talked to him for a little bit and it was super awkward. <laughs> um, I remember talking to him about concerts and he was like, yeah, I don't really go to concerts. And I was like, I, dude, bro, I was the same way at first. Now I really enjoy him. So I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I just don't like concerts. And then we uh, we talked about like Darth stuff with Darth because he was in Darth way back in the day, too. hmm um and then oh my god it's so awkward oh fuck um and then later on i met him out i ran into him outside and was like yo i never got a picture Do you mind taking a picture and we got some good pictures um and then this the third time bro it makes me feel so weird because i feel creepy even though like i didn't I, like you said the way i word stuff sometimes but uh I had a friend, Katkins, that is mutual friends with his now wife. So he went and met up with her. So I just ran into him again. And, like, I feel like running into someone three times is weird. But it, like, I was probably just overthinking it, huh?
0: Yeah, Jeff doesn't. I I doubt he looks at it like that, bro.
1: But, yeah, overall, it was still really cool. I mean, he wasn't like, oh, this guy's a fucking weirdo or anything
0: when you had left obey you you were kind of going through like the overthinking thing like you felt like you didn't deserve to be in obey cuz you weren't hitting clips at the time even though you were still making content i think you said you were still streaming you were still doing what you were supposed to do but just in terms of the clips you weren't hitting clips do you how do you kind of cuz i myself kind of have to check myself when it comes to overthinking like what episode i should do how should i do it or when should i do it so how do you kind of combat like the overthinking side of you? Um.
1: Sometimes I, sometimes I can't. I mean, I'm sure, you know, there's times where it's like nothing you do or say nothing you do or tell yourself matters at all. Uh, you just kind of got to write it out and just wait for tomorrow. Sometimes you got to try to go to sleep or try to just distract yourself somehow. Um. And sometimes I honestly, whenever I overthink one of the, things i've found helps the best or works the best for me is i just call myself a little bitch i say quit being a bitch um and that works for me probably not healthy for a lot of people but um but honestly sometimes too i just real i remember that i'm still kind of young and I- doing something is better than doing nothing you know what yeah. i'm talking about
2: yeah like it
1: you can i mean. Granted, some some fucks, fuck ups I've done uh, are very stupid, and have made me people not like me at all, which is fair. I mean, but uh, like I've I've said stupid shit to people and done stupid things and been awkward and all that shit. But like at the end of the day, you just learn from those. And there's eight billion people on the planet, so you just if you fuck up too much, just go somewhere else. <laughs>
0: yeah and i kind of feel like you know we shouldn't hold people to like shit that they've done in the past if they've truly if they've truly changed as a person you know what i'm saying like i remember i had this conversation with my uh with my mom and my aunt and my nana the other day and i was telling him telling them like how everybody probably has like that one thing that they did whether or not from like the uh whether or not from, like, the world's perspective, it's a bad thing or not, but it's that one thing that they did that they feel is so bad that if it comes out, they're probably going to get canceled. Like, everybody has that one thing, so I feel like that's why we shouldn't really judge people too much, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, what, what's the term? Um, You should clean your own backyard before you go bouncing around in somebody else's, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's, dude... I screw up so much, like, not even just malicious stuff or with other people, but I just make a lot of mistakes, so I feel like that's made me a little open-minded with people. When someone says some stupid shit or does something stupid, a lot of times I just think, I mean, they know, and if they don't know, they don't know, but, like, I don't know. I think people are a lot more open-minded than they used to be, but... I think a lot of people are really quick to judge before, like you said, like cleaning their own backyard, man.
0: Yeah. Nobody is fucking perfect, man. Nobody. So it's like for you to try to judge somebody without looking in the mirror. Now, I can understand, like, if you, you know, you looked in the mirror and you're judging yourself, too, then fuck it. Go for it, bro. But, I mean, really take a look at yourself. It's a lot of shit that people have done that, like, nobody wants people to know about type shit. Everybody has that one thing. I don't give a fuck who it is. It could be the president. It could be anybody. Everybody has that one thing that they're fucking scared is going to get out type shit. And whether or not it's even really bad, it may be something super fucking little, but to them, it's something huge, you know? I'm going to tell you the most, uh,
1: the thing I feel most guilty about in my life, not, okay, not my life, but one of the things that still haunts me and it's so dumb. One time I accidentally told this chick's boyfriend what she got him for Valentine's Day. And the entire friend group blocked me. Oh, God. <laughs> Dog, I still feel like I'll wake up in a cold sweat from it. I Not really, but like, I wake up, like, not wake up. Why am I saying wake up? I I still feel guilty about
0: that to this day. <laughs> shit, I'm trying to think. Do I have anything like that? That's like, well, shit. I mean, one thing that kind of really, um, without getting too deep, is like, When I was just living, like, a super fucking negative life. And, uh, without saying too much, like, introducing people to that life. Without really understanding what the fuck I was doing type shit. Like. Yeah. Whether it be, like, me when I was doing graffiti or when I was doing drugs or whatever the fuck I was doing. Like, me introducing people to that without consciously knowing what the fuck I was doing. Until later on, I was like, oh shit. Like, I don't know. Like. Mine is a little more like kind of fucked up, like potentially ruining people's lives type shit, like introducing people to shit. And it's like, it's just, I don't know, it's fucked up. And of course I try to make amends with it. I've messaged people and told them like, like, Hey, like I'm so fucking sorry. And a lot of them, they're like, they don't even see it like that. They're like, bro, like leave her kids. Like, like they, I don't know. But for me, it's like, and that's another thing. Like I remember we were talking about, um, the programs people go to when they, uh, go through like addictions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. when I was like stopping cold turkey I looked up some of those programs and what the fuck people were doing I looked at testimonies and shit and a lot of them I think steve also he said like how everything he did that was bad in that part of his life he would try to make amends with it and basically message everybody or like try to get in contact with people and tell them like hey man I'm sorry is there any way I can make up for this you know so that's one thing from... name... oh go ahead
1: my name is Earl the show
0: oh yeah yeah fucking karma <laughs> man yeah do you believe in karma yeah i do yeah
1: yeah do you you? um not as much as i used to i used to set up clips for people like randoms and lobbies because i thought it would help me hit clips Uh but i don't believe in it to that extent anymore uh Uh, i think i don't don't like to deny it um even if it's not a i believe in more of like a flow of the universe if that makes sense like do what feels right and be a good person and you kind of fall in the, the wavelength of the universe. You know, you get in phase with the universe. Um, and then if you do a lot of stupid shit and force a lot of stupid shit, then you kind of fall out of rhythm.
0: Oh, wow. You ever hear the flow state actually? Yeah. I actually made a video yeah. about that back in the day. I think Bruce Lee made a quote about it being in flow state. Do
1: you know what it does off the top of your head? Like the quote?
0: Ah. Oh. Fuck, what was it? It was, um... Jamie, pull that up. Man, fucking Jerobo, <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> but the, uh, what was... What the fuck did he say? He said, um... Something... A w- water is... Something water... He's something about water and being like water. <laughs> and, oh no, when water is in a pot, it becomes the Damn. pot. Be like water, my friend. It was something like that. Something among those lines. Damn, bro, it sounds like water.
2: <laughs> it sounds like nah. water.
0: <laughs> So like water, bro.
1: I found it. I think I found it. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend.
0: There it is, right there. Damn.
1: Yeah, that's, dude. That has shown true to me so much in my life. So much.
0: It's crazy. Um. You could use that for anything too. Like I remember trying to use that when I was playing COD and shit. When I was like a pub stomper trying to get good clips. Like thinking about the game and the game only. Nothing outside of that. You know.
1: Yeah. And don't overthink it. Like yeah. if you try to force clips, you try to force yourself up into the spawn or whatever, you just get killed. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to play the game, play the objective, you know, abide by Spratty's rules, play the fucking objective <laughs> and uh, just let stuff happen. What, what's meant to happen. will. Yeah, that's something I got to learn myself too. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like, part of the like insecure side like you just want stuff like i don't know part of the insecure side you almost want to rush to be good at something and you don't want to show your mistakes or you don't want to show being dog shit at stuff so you just force things and it just doesn't go well
2: yeah
0: i get what you're saying that's why i try to be like an open book because like i definitely believe in like an um and like duality and like there's a good And a bad to everything, and I kind of feel like I'd be doing a disservice to people by only showing them the good side of me, like, because I feel like our whole, our whole, um, world, is like, interwoven with duality. You know, up is down, down is up, and left, right, right, left, and everybody Mm -hmm. has two eyes, everybody has two fucking feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I feel like I'd be doing people a disservice by not showing them two sides. If that makes sense, you get what I'm saying in terms of like good and bad.
1: You mean more like vulnerable, right? Yeah. 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 Like, uh, yeah.
0: Not like actively
2: uh, being
1: mean to someone or being a bad person, but just accepting that, yeah, there's parts of me that are not good. Yeah. Um, And I think there's gray areas too. I think stuff, yeah, exactly. Stuff can be good and bad. There's good aspects of bad things. There's bad aspects of good things. Mm. And then there's gray areas. There's some things that just, eh.
0: Yeah, like kind of like um, fucking Itachi from Naruto, him fucking killing his family to save basically save Sasuke, quote unquote. Me personally, I think that was a bad thing. I I think he shouldn't have did that, but people think he did a good thing. So it's like there is sometimes gray areas, almost, you know. Damn,
1: that's almost like the uh, the psychological dilemma. The oh my god, the paradox. Is it a paradox? It's like a psychological dilemma, a really borderline one. Uh, would you? divert a train to kill one person if it meant you saved five people
2: Hmm.
0: oh fuck that's and this is where kind of like the human side of me comes in it kind of depends on who those people are i know that's gonna sound super fucked up but like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be completely fucking honest bro like if if fuck but then i'm gonna sound like a hypocrite for fucking talking shit about itachi but like if my mom is on those train tracks like i'm saving my mom bro like nah, you you have no idea who the people are i don't know who they are
1: no idea you know, no idea how good or bad they are no idea how much money they make you
0: know it depends on how close like if i'm like like within like walking distance from the person or running distance and also if like
1: nah no there's no two way about it. no okay well you got to do one or the other you got to either do nothing and let five people die or you actively do something and murder someone who is either uh, a murderous dictator or like Jesus or just Johnny Sins, you know?
0: Oh, Johnny Sins. I don't want Johnny Sins to die. I don't want Jesus to die either, though. <laughs> I'm probably uh, choosing five people, to be honest. I'm choosing to save more people than one.
1: What do you You'd choosing? let that one person die?
0: Yeah, I. I
1: so you would actively kill that person not actively but like i'm talking about like... you're making you're bro you're diverting the train tracks that is on you and you oh own. so either you do nothing and you watch five people die knowing you could have done something or you actively do something and kills one person actively, it's dude, a, a tough, tough question. Question.
0: to kill one person
1: yeah, yeah. if that's... you're gonna make a mistake make an aggressive mistake i guess
0: yeah what would you do Probably the same. Yeah. I want to hear the mind... Well, go ahead and go. Oh, what's up? I was going to say, I want to hear, like, the mindset of somebody who would do nothing. Like, would just not do anything. Dude, it's tough. I mean, I, like... What do you...
1: Do you want to actively participate? Or not? Like, it it is a tough question.
0: What the fuck? That brings me back... There's this movie, I don't know if you've seen it, it's called The Circle. Where, like, all these people are, like, stuck in a dark room... Basically, they have to vote to see who gets to live, and whoever gets the most votes, they die. And they basically have to I've seen that, You've seen it's that, called right? like Nine or something, right? No, no, it's called uh, The Circle,
1: it's on the Netflix. circle. Wait, oh, shit. wait, I'm uh, my bad because you, you said the title too. Oh, dude, okay, that reminds me of a movie called Nine from like 20, like 2009, maybe that's ironic. But um, is it with the dolls with the like the puppets? Nah, bro, Uh, this guy brings these random people into this room, and every hour he comes in and pops one of them.
0: What the hell? Yeah,
1: and they have to figure out why. Oh, that sounds good. Is it a horror movie? It's a horror movie, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's really interesting. It's creative with uh, what they... uh, It's kind of a corny plot, but it's creative.
0: Okay, I'm going to have to check that out.
1: Another thing, like a movie that you might like and i'm sure you've seen it i forget what the name of it is but it's that prison that is just a giant tower and it sends food down slowly
0: oh platform yeah oh i love that movie yeah
1: that's um like it goes to show how people act when i don't know people act selfishly yeah like if if they don't know who's on the receiving end they will act so selfishly
0: yeah, it also goes to show, like, how people would act if their life is on the line. Like, if it's a zombie apocalypse, I think the majority of people are going to result to cannibalism, low-key.
1: Like, Bro, would you beat up Grandma for a loaf of bread?
0: Fuck no. If worry. you're starving. You no. are starving! Nope. Good man. And, of course, like, <laughs> I, th- I feel like it's easier to say no. Like, some people would say, well, you don't know what you would do. But I, I wouldn't, bro. Because I also believe, like... Because me taking you're away... Karma. Yeah, karma, and then also me taking away that bread. That's also me kind of saying, like, I deserve this and you don't, type of thing. And who am I to say what somebody deserves and what they don't? Especially hey, if, dog, awesome. if grandma can throw hands, she can get the bread. Man, what if grandma at my ass, man? Beat the shit of me, huh? Oh,
1: shit. She was in the MMA, don't you know?
0: <laughs> would you take the loaf of bread from grandma? <laughs> I don't, uh,
1: pro- probably not, but again, I've never been so hungry where I'm willing to eat my own foot. You know i've never been that hungry true like i've made ketchup sandwiches and stuff but like
0: what about you though you ever been that hungry no thank thank god no i've never been that hungry no they're making me think man
2: you you... made me
1: think with that question about like sniping and stuff at the beginning Would you still be making content if you never picked up a sniper? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shit. You good? Yeah. Uh, wow, I really... I. Hopefully I'm not, like, breaking people out of, like, this being an interview, but I really, I really like this. This is, like, I've never done an interview like this to where, I don't know, it feels weird, but it feels cool, like, we're just talking about whatever the fuck. It doesn't even feel like an interview. Hey Amen. Those are
1: the best podcasts. I don't care. Like, um, what other questions you got though?
0: I have a lot. Like, I'm only on fucking question nine, and I have like forty questions. Holy fuck! Let's get moving. Then, but I like this though. I like how, like, you're asking me questions too. It feels fucking cool. It feels like an actual conversation. Mm-hmm. This is probably the most conversation type of interview I ever had. So this is really cool. But um, mm-hmm. do you think Call of Duty has like ran its course or? You think it will ever run its course? You think it will ever die? or Bro, it needs to. <laughs> it needs to. There's, dog, I am. you are not going to have me in the
1: nursing home playing Modern Warfare 76. I don't care. <laughs> uh, you would, but it, I would buy it, but it needs to not happen for the sake of me and everyone else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I'm so addicted to that franchise, it just needs to die. Uh, what else can they do?
0: Uh... uh... I don't. They've done everything right. Jetpacks. They did the future shit. They went back in the past. What
1: I feel like a civil war,
0: like <laughs> revolutionary
1: Call of Duty. Call of Duty Revolution. That would suck ass, bro. Imagine the gunsmith for a musket, <laughs> Bruh. And that's just fast loader hard, speeds
0: though. up your t- reload ten seconds. Oh man. Hey, what oh. the fuck? Those old ass war guns. Hey, but do you think um? <laughs> So, do you think another first person shooter has a chance to like replace Call of Duty? Do you think, or what do you think of FPS has to do to replace COD, like? Um, is it even
1: possible? Call of Duty. Actually? COD needs to make three vanguards in a row. Oh yeah, Loki. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like, if that happens, and ma- and if that happens, and Battlefield makes another Battlefield three then Battlefield might take the cake. But, like, there needs to be an arcade shooter that comes up. Like, Shatterline was fun, but no one cares about it. Um, What is it? The Battalion 1944 is kind of fun, but it doesn't have the same feel. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's a lot of – SM2. Dude, SM2, that's still Call of Duty, but, like, they chose to – they waited too long, honestly.
0: Yeah, I, I had a question written down about SM2. I was waiting for that. I don't even have a fucking PC and I'm still waiting for that shit. I just, I support I, what they're doing. I fuck with that. I
2: have,
1: I don't want it to flop. I like, I hope they're smart about how they drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it'll bring back the old school COD community a, a little bit, at least. Um, the thing is, it won't grow, it won't grow to the same extent if It's not available on consoles. And that's the big thing yeah. that really separates uh, crowdfunded projects with Call of Duty from actual Call of Duty. like. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Also, I feel like they need to probably drop that, like, maybe because, you know, Call of Duty, they're having like this basically that deal to where they signed with Microsoft, so we're now we're going to get CODs every, like, what, two to three years or something like that? So if they drop when call of duty drops like a fucking like a fucking jetpack game if they wait like five months after i feel like they're gonna be good lucky dude even
1: i was gonna say halfway into this cod cycle but they're dropping that content pack or whatever mm-hmm. next year yeah so i don't know I, who knows and bro i was gonna make a joke it's probably gonna be 70 dollars for some fucking boots or something like we're going to be able to customize our characters boots or we're going to get extra camos or some shit or 70 bucks for the new Warzone map. But realistically, did you, you didn't see any of the season one stuff for MW2, did you? No, I did not. No. Was it bad? It is overwhelming. There is so much stuff.
0: Oh, like, I think I seen your video. You, you had to edit some shit out, right? I think so. A video probably. you made. Yeah. You were editing. You had to edit out some of like the shit cause you were going through a lot. I think I know what you're talking about. Um,
1: Maybe. Dude, honestly, when I record videos, I say so much shit, and I, for- I forget what makes it into the video. I've uh, talked about all this stuff 10 times over already, and I forget what it is. Oh, wow. Like, I forget what actually went up. Um, But, like... Uh, we got DMZ, Warzone, a Solid Spec Ops. We have a campaign that's really good. We have a new Battle Pass, which uh, the system for that is ass, but whatever, it's still Battle Pass and it's new. We got 12 new camos that no one has to pay for uh, with Season 1. We got four, what is it, four new guns? Three new guns? Three new guns. I mean, even Shoot House feels new. I mean, like, for right after the game releases, it's so much shit. Um, so I don't know, maybe with the update next year, it'll be actually solid.
2: Mm.
0: But, but you said, Call of you have to make three vanguards in a row for somebody to try to replace them, huh? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Or, like, like oh, go ahead, go.
1: Or people would need to stop giving a shit about video games.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: You remember back in the day when, uh when everyone got
0: clowned for playing video games yeah yeah (laughs) especially like for the fucking world of warcraft elden rings skyrim shit you got called a geek for playing that shit now it's like it's cool now i mean i don't know i didn't i never ever
1: ever wanted to tell people i played call of duty or video games like that shit was embarrassing and now ninja comes along makes a fuck ton of money collabs with drake and now everyone wants to be a streamer
0: man Everybody in mama play video games now, bro.
1: Bro, you see these kids on TikTok are uh, like seven years old getting a triple monitor setup.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bro, know Bro, you're, you're giving
1: about. this kid nerd neck for life. Stop. <laughs> Make him go outside.
0: Bro, nerd neck. Uh, like, it's a struggle.
1: Do you have nerd neck?
0: Uh, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm fucking uh,
1: getting there. I went to physical <laughs> therapy for that shit. Oh, really? It was ass. Kind of. I... I I have, like, degenerative disc disease in my neck. I don't know if it's from video games or from genetics or from my old jobs or anything, but, like, definitely a combination. I, I'm sure Call of Duty didn't help.
0: Okay. I always wanted to go to the chiropractor, but I'm scared, man. I don't know. Bro, it's not worth, honestly. <laughs> it's, not worth. it's not
1: worth. No, uh, bro, you, you pay him 70 bucks to feel like he's going to snap your neck.
0: Man. They said it helped. I seen Jack Harlow. He went to the fucking chiropractor. It looked like it helped, kind of. I don't know. Maybe
1: my guy was just like sketchy. I don't know.
0: Ah, uh, oh you went to ah uh, for all? You think so? You, you think he was like a not really licensed to do it or something?
1: I, I felt like I was gonna die, and it didn't really help much. So, did you? And cry? he took my wallet after.
0: Say so you he took your wallet. <laughs> now nah, I'm fucking with you. Oh, I was about to the hell. <laughs> did you nah, cry? Like, did you cry during it though? No,
1: no, no. Okay. I mean, there's relief, of course. I mean. You ever crack your own neck or like crack your fingers or something? Yeah, I, there's relief, but it doesn't, doesn't do much. I had a stint where I, I'm I feel like I'm going on long tangents, my bad. Um, you're good, but I, my neck caused issues in my shoulder, which caused issues in my entire left arm where I had like severe uh strength loss, like I couldn't. And once my shoulder got inflamed, like once I did any sort of activity, I lost all the strength in my left arm. Oh, wow. Um, So I had to go to like, I went to different chiropractors and physical therapists and stuff. And the chiropractor did apps. I spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars for nothing to happen. So um, then I went to a physical therapist uh, in my hometown that he was solid. I mean, I still have some issues, obviously, because like you can't really fix degenerative disc disease. Mm. But he definitely helped a lot more than any chiropractor did.
0: Okay. Would you go back to the chiropractor?
1: Maybe to get my back popped or something if I Mm -hmm. had the money.
0: Okay.
1: Like a a flex purchase. He said a flex purchase. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm not. (laughs) Some bro, I joke sometimes, and it does not sound like jokes. (laughs) Oh shit. Uh but so what you, about you like Oh go ahead. Would you let them crack your neck in half?
0: Uh I mean if if that's just gonna help, bro, low key, like I would you, I'd be scared as hell though, but I would. Do you have like
1: uh like problems that you wanna get sorted out?
0: Well I I've noticed like sometimes like like just from like habit I'll kind of hunch my back a little bit like if i'm sitting down i've noticed sometimes when i lay down my neck kind of hurts a little bit um okay. nothing super major though like nothing like you know where i need to go to the hospital but i have noticed a little shit like my neck hurting sometimes when i wake up or like if i sometimes even when i like stand up sometimes my feet hurt type shit or my ankles hurt type shit so shit like that yeah I,
1: honestly like I mean, I'm not a licensed doctor at all. I'm not a doctor in any sense, but with that shit, just doing stretches as much as I can and little exercises, like little rehab exercises Mm -hmm. helps so much.
0: Yeah, I need to to start back fucking working. I had a question too. You're into deadlifting too, right?
1: Yeah. I like powerlifting and stuff.
0: How'd you get into that? Like working out and stuff like that? Bro, I don't know.
1: Did you ever see? Again, you did a deep dive. Did you ever see that shirtless picture of me from years ago?
0: I think so. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I looked like a, a twig. Oh no, I seen the one where you were like fucking swole. <laughs> like you were like like buff, right? Like damn near like like you were you had damn you had fucking hey, muscles, um, bro, muscles. I try, I
1: try. <laughs> um, I growing up, I was like super skinny. Like my forearm was as big around as my bicep. Like, as my upper arm. Um, okay. Stuff like that. I was, like, I'm 5'10". I was, like, 120 pounds, 125. Um, and I, I got a fucking cake, too. So, you know, my upper body was struggling. Um,
0: wait, but... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> bro, some shit that you be saying it don't sound like a joke. it's off to say, wait, what the fuck did he just say? He said, I had cake, too, so.
1: <laughs> oh, shit, um now usually i would just cut that out of a video (laughs) like i say shit where i I watch it back and i'm like what the fuck were you saying um but like i was super skinny uh, way back in the day and uh like i tried working out and i tried eating more and it just didn't do anything and then i played college basketball at a like an embarrassing low an embarrassingly low level Mm -hmm. so i decided all these kids even though they're at the bottom of the barrel they're still way bigger and stronger than me so i started lifting um and my dad has a friend that is a crazy strong power lifter like his bench is 806 if you say 805 he's like nope 806 um so he kind of taught me how to like do all the power lifting stuff and that helped a lot and i just enjoy doing it now okay what about you all right what um... am i going on like sorry no, Am go I ahead. going on like too long of tangents at all or not? Nah?
0: Not nah, you good, bro. I, I I fuck with it. I, I don't care, bro. Like my longest interview was like, I think it was like four hours, kind of. I saw. You saw that?
1: Oh, I, like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit!
0: And I only did that because I mean, the person I was interviewing, there wasn't a lot of information about them, so a lot of that was like me just going back and seeing interesting tweets and asking them about it, asking them. We talking about life. We talked about the universe. We talked about everything, bro. So. But yeah, in terms of like working out, I need to start back working out. I used to when I was in high school, but then I stopped. Um, But I kind of wanted to get back into it. That's why I asked you about the uh, powerlifting thing. Do you have any advice for anybody who should, uh, like, wants to get back into that?
1: Honestly, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people just start go, 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 go. Like, seven days a week, gotta do it, gotta do it. Gotta strictly program stuff, gotta meal prep, all that stuff realistically if you want to get into it long term just start like start like even if you can make it one day a week then i feel like you have more of a chance of doing it long term than if you try seven days a week instantly yeah like just and some people don't like just lifting weights some people it's not fun to them some people don't like bodybuilding or powerlifting like pick things up and put them down why would i ever want to do that in my life Mm -hmm. um so like just try stuff and then look into other forms of fitness like play soccer or start rock climbing or anything there's so many things you can do um and just start slow like one day a week two days a week and you start you'll start seeing progress and think damn like what happens if i went three days a week instead i would see faster progress Mm. i that's me personally people have their own mindsets on it but
0: that's good advice though it's good advice
1: How long does it take you to edit one of these episodes? Bro,
0: like... I'm not even gonna lie. An episode like this, this feels like it's gonna be, like, in a longer range. Uh, sometimes... Like... A day, two days sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, cause some shit I have to, like... Some shit I edit out. Some shit I keep in. And then my fucking, uh... 'Cause I have to up so how I do it, I upload to my distribution platform which is Anchor. It has to fucking like um process the video, it has to do a lot, so sometimes it takes a long time. And I don't have the best of internet, so Yeah. yeah. Oh bro, I remember seeing it was a super fucking old video. It was a view of like like you shooting I think it was like you shooting like a gun. Like how'd you Again, get into you that? Yeah, I think uh, it was my dad
1: good. loves guns.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and I we
1: we don't need to get into the politics of it at all but like uh yeah he he's a big uh gun advocate I guess and yeah I enjoy shooting him and stuff it's not like a huge part of my life now mm-hmm. um but I've shot a lot of shit like uh 50 cals and full auto machine guns belt fed stuff uh like uh, submachine guns suppressed suppressed stuff uh all sorts of shit um
0: Damn, what's the craziest shit you ever shot? Like what's the craziest type of gun you ever shot?
1: I shot uh oh my god. I shot an RPK. Really? That was dope. Yeah, and I shot a one of my my family friends has a fifty cal sniper. That was dope. Then there's like a a 454 Magnum. That was like it's not crazy, it's not like oh my god, super rare, but it beats the piss out of your hands. Like, you felt like you got in a slap boxing match with a wall. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, um... MP5? Shit. Oh my god, I'm trying to think, because there's a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Always... That, that's, oh That's... Go ahead. That's about it. I mean, a lot of stuff, but those are the coolest things, probably.
0: Yeah, I always wanted to, like, get into, like, the shooting range thing, but none of my... Well, my aunt, she said she's down. My aunt's fucking crazy. But, like, none of my other, like, my grandma, of course, she doesn't want to do that shit. My grandma <coughs> doesn't like guns. My mom doesn't like guns. But I always wanted to, like, I don't know. I just, I like to try new things. I thought it would be interesting going to, like, a shooting range. Have you ever thrown it a is. Have you ever, like, thrown a grenade? i seen a video of you blow or somebody, it was, like, somebody blowing up a refrigerator.
1: <laughs> oh, Did, my God, really? Dog. Yeah. Don't. Okay, so, uh, it's called Tannerite. It's uh, like in a, a mix that when you mix it together and hit it with a bullet going a high enough velocity, it just explodes. It's like C4. Oh, that shit. We put like four pounds of that shit in a fridge. Dude, I, something you can't see in the video, the door went into the tree behind us. It got what stuck up fuck? in the branches of the tree. <laughs> like a hundred feet up. <laughs> but like, I, I, they put restrictions on it, especially in my area, because I guess... I, Maybe not my oh shit. What was the story of it? They put restrictions on how much you could buy at a time or whatever because someone blew up a tractor and it flipped over. Oh shit! Like a full on like a big ass tractor. Um, but yeah, that stuff's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. I've 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 never thrown a grenade or anything though. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. What the fuck? They just blew up a refrigerator. (laughs) What the fuck? No way. Oh, I forgot to. I uh shot a shot a Desert
1: Eagle that shit's cool oh, that's dope um but yeah i think honestly if you get the chance to go shooting go to a gun range do it i i think i think there should be education on it me too like I, education is better than no education just like guns or just like sex drugs D, anything
0: mm-hmm. not felt like <clears> 100 <throat> we should be more educated on things but i, I kind of want to know how did you get into uh now how'd you get into it? But how'd you come up with your name more? How'd you come up with that name? Um,
1: I used to go by donut <clears throat> yeah. and uh I had a lot of people that I was a squeaker and cod back in the day, like all of us. And um going by donut, like I, I was in the team called Zex, so my name was Zex Donut. And a Z looks very similar to another letter of the alphabet. So it looked like a really weird name. So I would have people all day, like grown-ass men, just basically sexually harass me in COD game chat because my name was Zex Donut. What the fuck? Bro, like, one dude I remember vividly, he would be like, "Yo, oh, why don't you take in the donut hole? Like, just, not that bad. But as a 12-year-old, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. What a the deep-ass heck? voice. Um, and obviously, like, I wasn't really talking uh, in game chat at that time because I didn't want people to hear my squeaker voice Mm -hmm. but I was like man I gotta do something about this name this is not a not a good look so my sister overheard me talking about it heard me talking about I wanted a four-letter name and so she went to her room and looked one up and came back she's like yo this is the Roman god of death how does it sound I was like that's dope let's use it so okay. you'll see a lot of my like branding, like the Reaper logo. That's because it's the Roman god of death. And then some of my old like merch, uh, really old merch stuff that I did has like skeletons and stuff on it.
0: Okay, I didn't I didn't know that. Are you big into like uh, Greek mythology and stuff like that? You it's interesting, but or... I'm not. I'm oh,
1: It's interesting, but I'm not a super study holic on it. Like I I don't look into it that much. What about you?
0: Uh yeah, same with you. But I think one one of them that really kind of sticks out to me is um. I think it was Narcissus and Achilles. Those are like my two like favorite. I, I did a little research on their stories. That I really fuck with those.
1: That like whole Achilles heel thing, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like a fucking bum ankle. He had a fucked up ankle.
1: It's kind of weird. Imagine being a god and getting taken down by a bum ankle.
0: Man, I mean, but, hey, <laughs> shit happens, bro. Everyone's got their Achilles heel, man. What happened? To, God damn it! What happened to the uh, Remora series? Uh, started making bigger montages. You never thought of bringing uh, back the name? No,
1: I. I felt like I don't know. Um, I don't know why. I just felt like I, I know series do well on YouTube and all that. And back in the day, they did even, but. I just liked making big montages and then I liked making minis. So like episodes were almost like a mix- a combination of them. It was like really good clips and then also some shitty clips here and there. And I wanted to save all my good clips for a banger video. So I decided there's not really a reason to make episodes anymore. So I don't know if that makes much sense, but yeah.
0: No, I kind of see what you're saying. Especially when you say like making like really just big bodies of work. Like I think... um. Shit, what was it called? I watched. It was like ten minutes. I think it's called Grey in the Dark or something like that. that that's your longest Dude, montages, that, huh? Gray in the Dark?
1: Uh, I think so. Um Yeah, that was like you were talking about like dark points in your life. That was a That was one of those times where I was like, done. That was my last video. Cause mm-hmm. uh you'll know like the first half of it is Taj clips and it's a half assed edit. Like I barely did anything with it because I was so I was just not I was super depressed. I was like down bad and not really wanting to work on anything. Um, but I wanted to be done with it. And then the last half of it is just leftovers. Because I wanted to make the, I didn't want to make a separate video and I wanted to still show those clips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was like a, I heard Dude, I even forget all the meaning behind it. But I it was like, it meant a lot to me. Like uh, the name and like just the song choices and stuff meant a lot
0: to me. Yeah. Also, I think i seen that. I think that was your, after that video, because I think in the description you told everybody, oh, I'll see you guys for Black Ops 4. Re- you released that a day before Black Ops 4 came out. And um, Did I, I? Yeah, you did. And then after yeah. you released a, a BL4 montage.
2: Yeah,
1: I released Renesir. So, uh, I got it. Well, that goes, like like I was saying before, I've had so many times where I'm like, fuck it, I'm done, I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't. <laughs> you know?
0: And I feel that I've had that a lot, too. Yeah. What What was your favorite montage that you've ever made? To me, I really like um Pure 3 from you. I really fuck with that one.
1: Bro, like, obviously it's my most viewed montage. Everyone says that. Oh. Um, and, like, it's a good-ass video. I love that video, too. It's grown on me. I did not like it as much when it came out. I did not expect it to get the love that it got at all. I mean, that, like, that literally projected my entire, like, sniping career. I joined Soar off that video. I joined Darth right before the video came out because Kings was editing it and he showed leads. He's like, yo, this guy, like, look at this. Um, I actually, all the Darth Gamertag clips in that video were in like 10 days or some shit like that. Like, It was a very short period of time that I was in Darth. Um, I might be wrong on those numbers, but it was a short period of time uh, before that video came out. And then uh, I joined Soar. Uh, Thief picked me up to Soar off that. And then I joined, o- I just kind of walked into Obey after that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, honestly, when I first saw that video, like King said, it was going to take him a week to edit. And he sent it to me the first time I watched it. And I don't know if he remembers me telling him this, but like the first time I watched it, I didn't really like it. Really? I almost like I was debating. I almost told him to redo it. And I was like, I, I just, I didn't. The insecure side of me was like, oh, no, I'm not going to make him redo it. He was doing it as a friend and that. So I was like, oh, no. So I just posted it as it, as is. But looking back, it would have been stupid as shit to have him redo that. Man. Um. But honestly, my best of BO2 is probably my favorite video I've made. Or Renaissance. Renaissance, I
0: love that edit. Okay. Okay. I think I'll go ahead. Go ahead.
1: But also, Rennes-er, like Renaissance is also Rebirth in i think it's spanish it's the after the senses fail album so that's kind of you know gray in the dark was my last video never mind rebirth let's go (laughs) so kind of a
0: yeah one thing um that i noticed after your gray in the dark montage i noticed it kind of seemed like after that you kind of started to change up how you did your content just a little bit. It, I really noticed it from the outside looking in anyways. I really noticed it after you left Obey. I kind of, like a like almost like a switch up in the way you kind of did content a little bit. So I want to know what kind of, what fueled you kind of changing up your content?
1: I'll be honest. And uh, I don't know if you know, but I'm solo now. Like I'm not in another team now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Honestly, like, I didn't feel it as much being in Obey this time, but uh, back in the day when I joined those big teams, I did not feel ready. I felt so much pressure. Uh, and it's kind of corny because making Call of Duty videos, but after I left, it was almost like I could do whatever I wanted, and it didn't matter. Like I, did, I wasn't holding the team's reputation on my back, mm-hmm. um, and also like. I feel like if you go through big change, then if you go through a big change in one aspect, then you're more likely to go through big changes in other aspects sometimes. Um, at least me. Like, so. Damn. That's kind of... You did dive deep, huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I really did, bro. That's I, crazy. I, This shit's, like, my passion. I love, like, just taking somebody's, like... Like, their career or their life and, like, documenting it. Like, that shit that shit is it's amazing to me i really i don't know I, i'm big into like documentaries and i'm a big history guy too so you know maybe that's why but, uh... dude <laughs> Loki. okay low-key
1: if someone ever made a documentary of me it might be super egotistical or narcissistic or whatever that i would like lose my mind but it would be a little like it's weird that it feels like someone else is my head like it felt like you were in my head earlier uh when we were talking <laughs> but like it's still like it's cool it's like i don't know it's i don't know what to say it's just it's cool um um
0: i feel like everybody's story deserves to be told regardless if somebody is famous or not because i feel like everybody has like again everybody has a story that should be told you know and plus i feel like you can learn How do I put this? Everybody can learn from everybody's story. Like, you could take something from anybody's life and you could learn from it, you know? So.
1: You know what's crazy, too?
0: Hmm.
1: Like, you ever think about how many of those stories have ever existed? What do you mean? Every single person. Like, every single person that's ever lived, even undocumented, like, way before or any documentation that's been lost on those people, all of those people had years, like years and years and years of mundane life every single second of their life
2: mm-hmm.
1: that shit is crazy
0: what the fuck man you're kind of like I'm, I'm gonna send you after this i'm gonna send you a link to a video i think it's called like what's it called i think it's called like doom to obscurity or something like that and this guy he's basically saying like what's the most like what thing is the most unknown thing ever <laughs> and then it's like dude i'll oh, go ahead go no i'm just i'm yeah go on <laughs> so it's like most likely the thing that you're thinking of that's like the most unknown thing ever the fact that you thought about it meaning it's a little bit known so it's like yep and he goes back into like i think it was a guy who um they took a like back when they first developed like cameras and stuff like that there's a picture of the first basically the first picture ever the first person that ever took a picture of And nobody knows who the guy's name is. Nobody knows what he looks like. He's, like, kind of far off in a distance. And basically, they're saying, like, that's the most unknown thing ever, almost. And also, like, basically, pieces of history that people don't talk about anymore. Like, basically, famous fucking Roman soldiers back in the day that they're documented, but nobody talks about it anymore. And basically, how everybody, to a certain extent, is going to be doomed to obscurity. Like, after a while, nobody's going to talk about you. Nobody's going to know about you, like... It's kind of sad kind of i'm gonna send you that video
1: it's very interesting though
0: and it's also kind of free i mean the whole thing
1: you ever you know who neil degrasse tyson is yeah i feel like everyone does yeah yeah um he's he's a bit egotistical but he does say a lot of good things as well like um And one of those things that was one of my favorite things I've ever heard that really, I think that was one of the sole things that changed my mentality on life is he flipped the nothing matters line. Um, He said, when you think about it, we are so minuscule on this, in this universe in general, like even the earth is just so minuscule in the grand scheme of things that nothing you do matters, but In the same token, you can take solace in nothing really matters. So you can do whatever you want. What you... What is it? He shortened it down to... The only things in life that matter are what you make matter. Mm -hmm. Because nothing matters. Oh, God, I'm butchering it so bad, but... um, I get what you're saying, though. I get
2: what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Because nothing matters, the only thing that matters is what you make matter. So choose your passion. Choose what you fucking love to do and do it.
0: That's a really like, to me, that's a really like dark way of looking at things. Like nothing matters type of thing. Like, and you're supposed to make when Cause then it's like, you know, if going down the rabbit hole, if people think that nothing matters and they kind of, some people may feel like they can do whatever they want type of thing. I feel like that's a that, very, that
1: dark is way. true. That yeah. is, it can't, that's the thing. It can be taken as dark, but I don't take it as dark. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I totally, I totally understand what you're saying and i agree with you there's some people that would take it to that there's people that have taken it to that but like for me personally i haven't yeah that kind of goes it's just back. nice knowing i'll go ahead you know go it's ahead. it's just nice knowing that i can do the things i like and i can enjoy what i want to enjoy and it doesn't matter like i'm not going to be at the end of it i'm not going to be rated for oh my god like i'm not going to be given points for uh what i enjoyed in life you know, what my passions were. Like You, you, you can so? enjoy whatever the fuck you want, and it all means the same at the end.
0: You think so? Yeah. You don't think you get, like, extra, like, let's say if, like, you follow your passion, you don't think that you get, like, I don't know, like, let's say if you were to meet God, like, gives you a pat on the back, like, good on you for doing that. For, I mean, like, he might.
1: He might but then that takes away the whole thing then stuff
0: actually does matter
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know yeah um thats so i i I don't know that that kind of goes back into like the whole paradox thing you were talking about how like you don't see it from that perspective and how like if basically if we're sitting across from each other and I draw a six, it's a six to me but from your perspective it's a nine type of thing have you heard of that
1: yeah, exactly yeah. And that's, um, something that's, I don't know if it's helped or hurt my communication, but realizing that no one ever actually knows what's going on in your head. The only thing that anyone else knows is how you communicate it. Yeah. The weird noises you make that say what you're trying to think, or that try to say what you're thinking. It's kind of weird. Do you think in pictures or words? Um,
0: hmm. Fuck, I never actually thought of that. Uh how how would I know what I think of? Like if I see pictures, like Bro, I don't know. <laughs> man, like how Honestly. the fuck would I know that? Like
1: <laughs> I think, think. Person, I think in like bullet points. I mm. think in keywords.
0: But, yeah. Fuck, you got me thinking, bro. I, I kinda wanna say a picture guy. Like I kinda I don't know, what the fuck? How do you even know what you think of though? Like how do you know how you think about it? Like
1: Don't people have photographic memories and stuff? So, like, I feel like then you would know. Yeah. I think in binary.
0: What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. So I think in Morse code. Uh, Just ones and zeros all day. Man, I think in Morse code. With extra zeros, baby. Oh, I remember. um... I think in. Oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm.
1: What What were you going to say? I was going to say a dumb joke. I was going to (laughs) say I think in zeros and commas.
0: (laughs) Bruh. Nah, but what? <laughs> what the fuck? But uh, I remember. Bro. I remember. You, I think you, you went for Exalt, but you never like joined. Right? Never. God damn it. What? Oh. What do you think you could have done differently? That, like, how do you think? Be you could a better have player.
1: I could have been better, more talented. That's it. God damn it.
0: I remember Fameful, he kind of told me the same thing, like why he never joined Genesis, like he just said, I guess hit better clips basically. (laughs) It's like, fuck bro.
1: Yeah, that's it. Dude, I got, I went for every RC, I got private RCs. Dude, I would hit, like during Pier 3, that entire recording period was like, it was like five months, but I hit all the clips in two months. Every single clip in that video was in two months. So like I was on a three month dry streak, and then just bang, 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 bang. Um, and the same thing would happen. Like I was hitting banger after banger. I get an the exalt private RC from Mad Skills Kid, one of my oldest friends. He's a f- fantastic dude. Um, got a private RC from him. Hit a banger first game with it. Went like ten days. Didn't hit a single clip.
0: Like. Could have just been better. <laughs> Fuck, you said. Could have just been better. <laughs> I also remember you um, you joined CD, but you you also didn't you also join again like I think I got revived or something like that and you joined again. Oh no, nah, it didn't. Maybe end, I did. Didn't I thought it ended CD? Did it end?
1: I en- I ended CD. Oh, you did. I I became a lead and the one lead was being fucking he was being a person that helps end teams. And I was like, you know what? This is bad. Like, this is weird. Uh-huh. CD was super, uh, a very respected team back in the day. And then it just started going downhill. And I was like, end. damn,
0: so, I didn't even know you were a lead of that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to send you a link to like a, a video and I want you to let me know what's the first thing that pops into your head when you see this video. Oh, God. He said, oh, God. It's it's nothing crazy. How come everybody does? I think Fameful did the same shit. He was like, oh, God. It's nothing. i would never no shit like that. It's nothing crazy.
1: Yo, real quick. Twitter verification is dog shit now.
0: Man, what the fuck is going on? That Bro, shit,
1: I see... <laughs> I see all these verified people liking my tweets, and I'm like, oh my god, someone verified nope, thirty followers. He said thirty. Not like followers. they're less of a per- not like they're less of a person because of that. If you have twenty nine followers, then you're a
0: fantastic person. I'm sure, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where's the link at? I'm gonna send it right now. All Fun right. fact: fucking Red Vines liked my tweet today. The fucking company Red Vines, the Red Vine candy.
1: Wait, what? I thought you were talking about like Red Reserve Vines. I'm like, I don't know who that is.
0: No, fucking Red v- like, I said, Holy shit. I said Red Vines over any other candy and they fucking like the tweet. So that's that's dope. dope as hell. Yeah, that's the highlight of my day. But I'm about to send you the, uh, I just sent that right now. What's the first thing that pops up when you send, when you see that video? Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I, I don't even have to see the video. I just saw the link. The Dark Brohood. <laughs> Because that was your first commentary, right? Uh, One of them, I think so. Bro, this was, oh my god. Who made, I don't even remember who made a live commentary on Skyrim back in the day. But I saw that video and said, I can do this. And I said, dude, I would literally, my brother would be at basketball practice. And I would take my setup into his room. Like, I would unplug everything and put it in his room because he told me not to touch his TV. So I would have a bigger screen to, like, watch to edit on and stuff. So I would go in there and just, like, whisper record into this shitty mic. Oh,
0: my God. Wow. I seen that video. I said, no way. Because, bro, I, I I just think it's so, like, I don't know. It's It's... It's fucking cool, man, to see, like, where somebody came, what, like, what they were doing. Like, that was a fucking commentary. That was not a COD video. You were just playing Skyrim, fucking chilling. Like, that video was so laggy, too. Like, it was laggy. <laughs> it was
1: ass. That was so
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought of, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, doing walkthroughs now of, like, games and shit? Uh, I do
1: some. I'm actually, I might do one with uh, the devil in me, because that comes out tonight.
0: What, it, what is that? The Devil I me mean, what?
1: One? Uh, you know, like, the Until Dawn games and stuff? Okay, yeah. Kind of like that. I do a playthrough for, like, all those games. I did one for the Quarry recently, too. And I did one... I don't know. People don't really gravitate to my long-form videos, like, hour-long or anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did a Modern Warfare 2 playthrough, but I cut it up uh, in the later episodes because people just didn't really watch the longer ones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Was was um was the quarry was that good? Did you like it?
1: It was very fun. The soundtrack phenomenal. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm thinking about buying it. I don't know.
1: Watch playthrough.
0: Okay. I wouldn't buy yours. it yourself. I'll watch yours. Oh damn! Thanks, man. Because yeah, I haven't seen no, I haven't seen like no gameplay, no trailer, nothing. I think maybe I've seen a trailer, but I know for sure I haven't seen any gameplay of it. So. But I think... I'll go ahead.
1: I cut out some parts.
0: Apparently, I got a
1: weir- a bunch of weird scenes in my playthrough, so... What do you mean? Like, um... Uh, are you familiar with Until Dawn and stuff?
0: Uh, Until Dawn, that's the one with the teenagers, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: hey, yeah. up on the mountain with the uh, Wendigos and stuff?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I played that. That's
1: um... Cool. The Quarry is the same concept in Little Hope and all those games, and whatever decisions you make lead to different scenes throughout the game so you can get a really if you make some weird ass decisions which my brain does because I'm just like that uh, you get some really obscure and weird scenes that not a lot of people get like 1% of people will get just because you're weird
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel that
1: um, so I got some of those
0: I, bro I fucking I bought what was it I think I bought Little Hope I bought Man of Madon. I bought all the Life is Strange. I still haven't even played them, bro. I bought them like almost a year ago, or maybe like five months ago yeah. or something like that.
1: Honestly, bro, the Devlin me—I think it's the start of a new like universe thing. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know the way they do it. They do it weirdly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely fun. i i like making videos on them, so I play them. But if I didn't make videos on them, I wouldn't buy them. I would just watch people play them.
0: Okay. In that video of, um, of you playing Skyrim, you were playing Skyrim in that, um, that first commentary video, I remember I was saying, like, I kind of said it too, like, earlier, earlier in this interview, like, how games like Skyrim and, like, Elden Ring were looked back, that, that shit was nerdy, bro, but it's like, now, everybody named Mom play video games, everybody named Mom love Elden Ring, like, I don't know, did, did you ever think that games like that would be looked at as cool, or video game in general would be looked at as cool now? Um,
1: no, but looking back, it makes sense because the world is just more digital. I mean, I think especially with, I think games started getting popular, uh, really with quarantine. Um, and people, I don't know, they weren't, video games weren't the norm, but as soon as there was a circumstance to make them the norm, to like force them into people's normal lives, I think people realized how much you can do with them. Uh, and then also money. Like back in the day, back before people, I, I guess back when people first started making money on YouTube playing Call of Duty and shit, I saw that and I was like, damn, I can do this. I can be a like a professional gamer or I can make videos and make money. But I didn't think it would get to where it is now. But it only makes sense that it would. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. There's a lot of money behind this shit. A lot of money, a lot of eyes now too
1: so much greed
0: yeah bro the
1: the first thing people ask me like whenever i say i stream or make videos or whatever the first thing people ask me is oh how much money do you make like dog like it's cool that it's popular but you can tell when someone gets into it for the money yeah I, i feel like i i feel like if you get into something for the money it's the wrong reason
2: yeah
1: personally but
0: and I feel like I feel like that hundred percent because, what if you love something? It, the money's gonna come, bro. Like it's if you truly love doing it and you have a passion for it, the money's gonna come. Whether you could be a fucking gardener, like let's say you have a fucking garden in your fucking backyard and you love gardening so much to where, okay, you have a garden in your backyard. Now you have a fucking community garden, and then now yeah. you have maybe you have a fucking farm later down the line, and now people. Fucking local grocery stores are buying your fucking vegetables. So it's like the money's going to come, bro. Do whatever you love to do and the money's going to come. Do not think about money. Like, it's going to lead you f- to a dark path anyway.
1: Yeah. Now, I do feel like you need to, like, once you understand that it can become a business, you need to understand how to make money. Um, I feel like if you completely ignore money, then you'll miss out on that. But mm-hmm. again, like, especially creative shit artistic stuff. If you start like drawing pictures cuz you think there's a lot of money in it, you're probably not going to be a great artist. Yeah, true. Like I don't know. Um and maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of people that saw saw the bag and now they're really good at it. But,
0: I mean, I I don't know. Cuz you know who Bob Ross is? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that was all passion like he you could tell he truly loved doing that shit and it's like such a
1: so calming, so soothing.
0: Yeah. He, I don't know, just, that guy, man, he's a trip, man. Because people like that, like, people that's, like, super calm like that, you probably don't want to make a mad type shit. <laughs> like, fuck no. But I, I remember, I remember in a, in one of your commentary videos, you said, like, um, I think it was in one of your first commentary videos, you said how it's going to take you a while to get used to talking to yourself. Now, this may be a dumb question, but have you gotten used to it now? Have you gotten used to talking to yourself in videos?
1: Yes, Uh, especially when I'm by myself. Like, when I'm completely by myself, I say whatever, and I'm way more confident. When I feel like people can hear me, I'm not confident in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like I'm definitely better at uh, holding a conversation with someone else rather than trying to grab the thoughts from my own brain, if
0: that makes sense. I think I see what you're saying. Kind of. Yeah.
1: Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten way more confident with talking to myself.
0: Okay. What do you think helped you to do that? Just doing it. Just doing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If you look back at the early Modern Warfare commentaries, dude, You, I would... So doing it and then also spending hours listening to yourself talk makes you want to get better at talking. Yeah. Um,
2: Cause you can kind of yeah.
1: learn what works and what doesn't and what sounded dumb and what didn't and how to almost like follow the rhythm or the cadence of your voice, how to make the video flow. Um,
0: yeah, I've, yeah. Cause sometimes I struggle like listening back to my interviews and listen to me talk. Like sometimes I'd be like, bro, just shut the fuck up, bro. Like I hate that's hearing my normal. voice,
1: bro. That's normal. That's so normal. Um,
0: yeah, uh, you sound perfectly fine. By the way, sound Thank fantastic. You. I appreciate that, Moore's Duncan Moore's. I appreciate that. My <laughs> voice—I fucking hate my voice. I fucking hate how I kind of like slur my words. Kind of like, I don't know. I just hate my voice. How would yeah. you um? How do you meet Kings? I know he edited a lot of your montages. I
1: don't remember. I think it was like Black Ops. To, um, oh no, I do remember uh, that torn guy that I was talking about a long time ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know how he met him, but they were friends, and then he introduced us. And we've just been friends since.
0: How many? How many of you like your montages has he edited? Kings? Yeah.
1: A lot. The, um, the majority, right? Probably, yeah. He's at least done a part in a lot of my videos, and then we've made some dual videos. Some went up on my channel, some on his.
0: Shout out to him. I, when I see shit like that, like when I see like, I don't know, like I could just see. How do I put it? I just kind of see talent, and when somebody has like, somewhat of a passion for something, like, because what he made with you, or just in general shit that he's made, it's it's fucking amazing. Like the I don't know, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a fucking weirdo, but it's just amazing the shit that he's made with you, and just, I don't know. I just he, thought it would be he's interesting. Driven,
1: he's driven. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Great dude. Hopefully,
0: hopefully me saying that maybe he'll start back, you know, making content, which I fucking doubt. But, man, hopefully this puts the better in your back, bro. Fucking go for it, bro. His shit... I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm glad Pride started to come back and make content, too. Because some people, like, you don't want to see him go, you know? If that makes yeah. sense.
1: Dude, Pride... You're talking parallel Pride?
0: Yeah. Skies of death. dude. Yeah.
1: Dude, he's such a nice dude, too. Uh, he's very... He's very level-headed, if that makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, just, I don't know. He's very grounded. He's comf- He's uh, almost comforting to be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What
0: the fuck? Yeah. I remember somebody in the stream called him. Uh, what they say? There was like, "You're my comfort streamer," type of shit. Yeah. Like real shit. I think I told him that today too. Like he kind of he puts me in the mind of um, because his streams are so chill. He kind of puts me in the mind of Saikuno a little bit. Like just super chill, funny. But, like, he builds, like, a calm environment around him. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's just a cool environment. Yeah. I remember I seen uh, that... Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Nothing. Go ahead. Well, for everybody listening, every time I say go ahead is because I generally, like, I hate cutting people off and I want to hear what the fuck people have to say. Like, I always say... Like, throughout every single one of my interviews, I say, wait, go ahead. Go. I'll always say... Bro, <laughs>
1: There needs to be like a start of the word uh, compilation with this because I feel like I do it all the time too. I hate cutting people off, but I feel like I accidentally do sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So like 30 times I've
0: caught myself. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I remember also I seen that. Um, What was it? I think. Because you, you went for red back in the day too. I think you went for the red RC. What made you like want to try to join red was there a reason or was was it just like a cool team that you wanted to go for
1: Bro, it was cod sniping i mean like the whole thing was to get as many people to see your clips as possible and be the known as the best sniper around mm-hmm. so i went for like obey rc sword rc's uh, the phase rc's exalt um of course red red was banging back in the day they oh, were man.
0: stacked yeah i remember um i remember talking to zephy during our interview and how like we were talking about like basically how red kind of just like basically imploded on itself kind of like I wasn't in the cod community back then. Like I, I was in the cod community, but from like the outside looking in, like I was just watching videos. I wasn't uploading. So from somebody who was uploading and making content back then, like did you, was there any hints of like this team from the outside looking in anyway? Was there any hints of like this team, like going downhill or. Um, looking back yeah but at the time no i mean
1: we didn't have the people that were running it i i don't really know all everything behind the scenes about it i feel like i remember hearing about investors getting involved or something and kind of new management ruining the team uh but i don't know it at the time it just seemed like a powerhouse but as everyone knows i don't like amazing things can only last so long. I, like Tom Brady, like dog.
2: Yeah,
0: even um fucking Dare
1: too. Like I went for a Dare RC. I actually got almost picked up to Dare back in the day. No one knows about that.
0: You know, I didn't I didn't know about that. I remember I did research though and seen that you went for a Dare RC and you also made a tweet and you said um every team that I never joined ended type shit. Do you remember making that tweet or no? Yeah, bro. I did it.
1: <laughs> dog. Oh, I went for a private RC and one of the leads, uh, one of the leads gave me a private RC and I killed it. I murdered it. It was the only private RC that I've ever murdered in my life. Only thing that I've ever ever murdered actually. Um, but uh, I went for it, sent him the clips. And then the next day he's like, yeah, so, uh, or no, he wasn't replying for a while and then a little while later he's like, Yeah, so uh the other leads uh came back from a hiatus or whatever and decided to drop me and a couple other people, so uh, uh I have no control whether you join or not, but just know oh, I wanted you in. I was about to pick you up. I was like, Bro, are you serious?
0: I'd have told uh, him bro, why'd you even tell me that? Bro, fuck. I'd have felt oh, I'd have felt like shit. Bro, that's horrible. just tell me I'm ass.
1: Just man. tell me I'm dog shit. <laughs> Just accuse me for setting up clips. Please. <laughs> but do you remember oh my god, you remember those guys back BO in BO2 days renaming bots and stuff?
0: No, what the fuck? I didn't know that was a thing. I know people Dog, fake they're... clips though. Like Tensor, he bro, faked some clips kind of. Or he not kind of he did fake clips. I love Tensor, though. All... Shout out to Tensor.
1: Yeah. Uh, bro, of all the people that have gotten caught faking clips, I'm willing to bet there's like five or ten that never got caught. <laughs> I'm willing to bet, bro.
0: <laughs> it's... Fuck. Imagine getting caught now, though. Like, I feel like it'll hit, <laughs> it'll hit different now. Like, what the fuck?
2: Bro,
1: that could be the best thing that happens to someone. Look at Nadia. Like, even. Uh, okay, that sounds like me accusing her of cheating. I'm not. But just like, if you get accused of cheating and you don't capitalize on it, you are dumb.
0: Oh, yeah, she's a genius. She's a fucking she's genius. She's so
1: smart. Yeah. If I was her, I would start cheating. <laughs> even if she's not. Just start cheating now. Say, Fuck what? it, dude. dude Bro, we- like, just a blat- imagine blatant cheats. This lobby said I'm cheating. I'm proving... <laughs> I will prove them wrong right now. And it's just fucking wall hacks and aimbot. That
0: would be a banger video, though. If she released that, that shit would go <laughs> viral. It would.
1: Oh, my God. See, we proved it. We proved it.
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't even... Know. I don't. I don't think... I don't know. Like... There are some clips that are questionable, and now I kind of look at it. I'm like, uh, eh, I don't, I don't think she's cheating. Using a VPN, Monica. I mean, maybe. So many people use VPNs, though. It's not even cheating yeah. anymore. I don't even think that's cheating. It's just basically abusing a program, basically. But I mean, I don't think I don't think she's like hacking or anything anymore. Anymore, he says. <laughs> not for real. I, I used to think she- I used to think she was hacking, bro. Like I used to really think she was a fucking hacker because I seen those questionable clips of her snapping onto people through walls. And then I was like, you know, maybe I, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. You know, maybe this girl really isn't cheating. Maybe she's just fucking cracked. Like, I'm pretty sure she's just cracked, bro. Like, you know. I.
1: So hear me out. Oh, God. I I think, I think she strategically has used cheats. What do you mean? I think she's used cheats just enough to get accused. And then sometimes she does it and she acted like she purposely plays worse than she is. I think she's a good player. But I think she has used cheats on purpose to get called out and kind of s-
0: start the drama. Mm, that's a what the fuck? That's a theory. I never thought of that. Oh shit! I mean, I wouldn't Why would hold a pastor. She's a genius, bro. I wouldn't hold a pastor. She's a marketing don't. fucking genius. She's and, and you can see she has
1: she has the brains to do that from how she's handled being accused. What's to say she didn't do it on purpose?
0: You know. Shout out to you, Nadia. Even though I know you're not fucking listening, but shout out to you. Yeah. She's a genius, man.
1: I imagine she does.
0: I highly fucking doubt it, bro. But if she does, that'd be cool. But, uh... So these last couple... It's like maybe eight questions left. Um, yeah. they're kind of just... Kind of documenting all the teams you've joined and stuff like that and how you joined them. So I know you joined Darth. Mm-hmm. I think you joined Darth first. How did you... How did you come about joining darth did you just go for the rc and kill it or
1: nah uh pure three oh, yeah, i was it recording was. it yeah king's edit was editing it and showed the leads and i just one day i looked at my phone and i was getting dms from every darth member saying darth Morris, darth Morse, darth Morse, and then i got added to the chat
0: and that what
1: oh i was just gonna say i shit myself <laughs> what um, <laughs> darth, I, I was shaking
0: Oh, yeah, when you, oh, you're about when you joined Darth, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I, I just shit myself right now. Bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's actually
0: kind of nice. You get used to it. <laughs> bro. Oh, fuck. So, sometimes, bro, I can't tell if you're joking or not, dog, Like I'd be like, is this motherfucker joking or is he dead ass? Oh, God damn. Bro, people just actually think I'm
1: stupid sometimes. I'll say a joke because I think, I'll say something because I think it's so funny that someone could think it's true or a fact or whatever, but I'll say it as a joke and people think I'm just saying it as a fact. So there's so many people out there that just think I'm actually stupid, just genuinely lacking brain cells. <laughs> Which I might shit, I might be, but um not as bad as they think.
0: Yeah, not as bad as they think. I remember yeah. um you were in Darth for like a month and then you joined Sore, right?
1: Yeah, I was in Darth for like 2 months then I joined Sore for
0: Like another couple months and then i joined obey so what what made you leave sore was it because you were getting picked up by obey or
1: no i all right so what happens it still kind of happens but not as much what used to happen you join a big team everyone in every big team takes you on in in like under their wing like you become friends with everyone and you're friends with people because of the team name Mm -hmm. um so I be- I ended up becoming friends with a lot of people in, like, Obey and Soar and all over the place. Um, and I was in Sore for a while, and it just felt like they weren't caring about sniping at all at the time. So I was just talking to my friend, uh, Ativa, and I was like, dude, it just does- feels like they don't care. Uh, so he said, yeah, you know, Obey really cares about snipers. I was like, you make a good point. What if I were to, you know, join? And he said... You could do that. Obey more sounds cool. Uh, so I was like, okay, and I left Soar and joined Obey, and I think that was the first time that happened in a very long time. And a lot of people were not happy about me, or, ha- or happy with me about that. But mm. it is what it is. Um, in reality, though, Soar was just planning their sniping team.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, they were keeping it on the DL, and I just had no idea about it. Like I was at t- trying to talk to leads and stuff, and just wasn't getting replies. So uh, granted, I was probably being annoying, but. I just didn't know about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, shit happens. I remember um, when you said um, so you joined Obey, and then you released a video saying that you left Obey. And I think I remember you saying like, I think I don't know if you said, I think you did say it, it was in an older video that you kind of regret doing that because it was you you were kind of just overthinking. Mm-hmm. If you were to go back, would you have, would you have left Obey still, or would you have nope, you'd have stayed on? yeah
1: do i that is a chance where i could have been a pioneer and stuff because that was a time where the like obey and sword the, that side of the community was still anti like streaming and stuff like they were clip based where a lot of people were really clip based and um if i would have kept doing what i was doing i was actually providing more value to the team than hitting clips
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know but looking back i was stupid you know, wasn't looking at the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm like a firm believer in like everything happens for a reason. You know, everything, bro. Like, just like how yeah. I was saying, like, um, when I had hit up so many people to. Re- I don't know if I said this when we were recording. I don't think I, I don't think I did. But I, I was saying like how I hit up so many people d- to do the first interview and nobody hit me back. Zephy was the only person to hit me back. And that's why I say I feel like. Everything happens for a reason type shit. Everything, bro. Like even the most like kind of like fucked up things, like I feel like for some reason there may be a odd cosmic plan behind it that we just don't see for some reason, you know? Like I don't know, maybe I'm getting too deep, but that's how I, that's how I feel, that's how I look at life kind of.
1: Yeah, that's that kind of plays into kind of how I feel about it, like just flow. Yeah, flow. Like if you just let things if you let things happen, then the right things happen
0: fuck i'm yeah i'd be getting like i don't know bro i've never had an interview like this dog you'd be making me i don't know get sentimental and shit i don't know bro what the <laughs> fuck
1: i'm an existential guy what can i say
0: <laughs> but i remember i started you started um like doing like reaction videos and shit what made you want to do that and why'd you stop because you don't you don't do them anymore do you
1: no i don't mad skills kid he was doing them and i loved them Mm-hmm. and he was he was stopping doing them and i was like bro someone's got to carry the torch people love these videos so i the first one i did i literally per- like i purposefully imitated mad skills kid it was like all right what's up guys it's mad skills i mean uh morse here with a reaction video uh and i did it and people just really liked it and i liked watching montages um but i kind of i've realized that it wasn't the direction I wanted to take my channel long-term. And then on top of that, I would have people like hit me up on Twitter or like come into my stream. And the only reason like they would have, you would look at the DMS and they would have ghosted me five times in a row a couple years ago. And then the only reason they DM me was, Oh, Hey bro, can you check out my montage for a reaction video? It was like, dude, bro, come on. So like I was getting a lot of people just doing that shit. And it's like, I, I just didn't, and it just kind of like, no. <laughs> so I had a lot of people acting like that. Just a lot of people hitting me up out of the blue, just to kind of use my channel as their advertisement. And it's like, <laughs> I'm good. That's it's not really what I want to do. I mean, I I could have gotten paid for it, <laughs> like yo, ten bucks and I'll react to your montage. But I just didn't. I didn't see it going in the long term direction of my channel.
0: Where do you? What direction do you see your channel going now?
1: Um. Ideally, I want my channel to be something that I can kind of evolve as I, I can kind of evolve with what I enjoy at the moment. Like if I like making Call of Duty videos, or if I enjoy making um, variety game videos, or if I enjoy making IRL videos or cooking videos or whatever, um, I can, I'd like to have a variety channel in that sense, almost like a, honestly, like like a jev or markiplier or jacksepticeye or cody code noah miller all those guys all all of them are huge inspirations for me and i love the fact that they can just or pewdiepie they can make videos they enjoy and they're interested in and they have an audience for it that would be ideal for me
0: okay basically like a um like you said a sturdy you know audience that's going to watch whatever you do regardless of what you do they're going to watch Yeah. people that enjoy Which, you for you
1: yeah which would be nice, but you can't force that. So
0: yeah, I remember you joined. Um, what was a what was the reasoning for you joining Saint Sanctum?
1: Uh, I had friends in the team. Okay. And it was just like, yeah, sure, why not? I've oh my god, I was in Virtue and On. I was in a lot of teams. Oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot were. about a lot of teams I was in. Wow. I think you, um, went, you. Oh, go ahead. All all of those teams. I mean, I I've had really valid reasons for joining every team I've joined still to this day. Amazing people in on every one of those teams that I love to death.
0: But remember oh, you had um you went for Soar again while you were in Saint Sanctum, right? I think you did.
1: Yeah. That was mostly like uh to push my own boundaries. Okay. Like to see what I could do.
0: And then when did you when did you leave Obey? Just recently.
1: A mm, couple, a uh, couple weeks ago.
0: What was the reason for the, behind that? If you can't say, I understand.
1: Um, honestly, I'd thought about it for a while. Um, to blame it on a single person would probably be Cody Co. <laughs> seriously, no. But seriously, like I saw, uh, some. I've been watching a lot of IRL people lately. Uh, like Curtis Connor, uh, just commentary channels. And even watching uh, just YouTube in general, a lot of people aren't in teams. And it feels like when I was in a team, I would try to like plug G Fuel or plug certain stuff or try to act a certain way or hold up a reputation or uh, people would just know me as Obey. and It felt kind of weird. I don't know. I just felt like I'm over that point in my life with uh, like trying to be in teams and stuff. I just like making videos. I'm not in it to be a part of an org. I mean, shit. If Hundred Thieves ever hit me up, absolutely.
0: But, <laughs> Shout out to Hundred Thieves. Yeah. Would you ever? But that's. Oh, go ahead.
1: That's probably like the only org I would join, honestly.
0: Okay. Let's say if you ever had like, like enough money, or let's say like eight years down the line, in your career, you have however many subscribers, and somebody hits you up and say, "Hey, like." I'm about to start up this org. I want you to be co-owner of it. And they have money behind it and all that shit. Like, would you, would you do that? Like to, you know, co- co-own something or?
1: A couple of years ago, I would have said absolutely. Now, nah, uh, that's way too much work. <laughs> okay. I want to do my own thing. Okay. Now, maybe I would start up a brand or something, but a team, I, I don't think so.
0: Okay. So like a brand, kind of like um, uh, I'm trying to think. So like, offline TV, kind of, or like a collective mm. of people making content, or it's like it's not really a org within it is like kind of like that, or no, I'm maybe
1: honestly maybe because I really look up to Nate Chat a lot, and what he's done is really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his footsteps would be, if anyone could follow his footsteps, they would be. Not only lucky, but extremely talented.
0: Yeah. Speaking of pioneers, Nate is, like, basically the fucking pioneer, too. He's a pioneer. Like...
1: Oh, my God, yeah. He's. Dude, he made gamer merch cool. You know how hard that is to do?
0: <laughs> and like he's making a fucking video game. Like, he has his own fucking energy drink. Unraw chicken, baby. Unraw chicken. <laughs> yeah, <Hey>, bro. <laughs> I... I... I'm a fucking moron. But anyways, I remember you saying um, one piece. This is one of the last questions. I remember you saying one piece of advice you'd give people if like if they wanted to make content is basically do whatever you want to do, like make the content you want to make. And I said that to ask, is there anything that you want to do right now that you haven't done yet in terms of content? Bro,
1: make music. I would love to make music. Okay. But
0: have you heard my voice? I mean, it sounds amazing to me, man. Dog, I didn't know you were deaf. <laughs> Wait, you don't like it? You don't like your voice either? Or you don't like my like-
1: singing voice is terrible. I mean, it's gotten better over time, but because I obviously practice in my car, I sing all the time in my car. Mm-hmm. Um, like I travel for work, I, I drive six hours at a time. I sing a lot in my car, so I'm, it's gotten better, I'm sure. But like, um, I don't know. I love writing stuff. Uh, or, I'm not good at writing stuff. I've written stuff and looked at it a day later and been like, damn, that is terrible. And I delete it. Uh, But I I enjoy singing. I like writing stuff. And I really like instrumentals and music. And I used to play drums too, but um, I don't know. It'd be cool to put out some sort of music one day.
0: That'd be dope. You should do that one day. You should definitely do that. Whatever you want to do, bro, do that shit.
1: The plan is I'll make an album, and if I don't like it, I won't release it. I'll just keep it for myself.
0: Uh, I don't know. What what if you... I don't know. What if you, like... I don't know. What if you overthink and say, you know what? This shit is shit. In all actuality, what if that shit's fire? You should let other people hear it before you do something like that. Get, like, a second opinion, you know?
1: If it's meant to change a generation, then... It'll be saved on like my computer or something, and then I'll die, and then the people going through my computer will see it and release it to the public, and I'll be like an Edgar Allan Poe. That mm, that's fire. Yeah. Would you be
0: mad though if somebody did that?
1: No, nah, no. nah. Fuck it. I'm I'm dead. Put whatever you want of me on the internet. Who gives? Who cares? But like, also, uh, you know what I meant by the Edgar Allan Poe thing?
0: Was it because he? Um... It wasn't, oh no, honestly, I'm not even going to try to butcher what the fuck I was going to say. He got like famous after he died. That's what I was going to say, okay.
1: That's uh, so many artists, you wouldn't believe how many artists didn't
0: get famous until after they died. It's crazy. Yeah, they're basically like a starving artist when they were alive, and then when they die, they reach stardom.
1: That's like the peak tragedy. That's peak artistic tragedy. Like just craving something and not getting it until after you can't have it.
0: I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie though Like I'd rather I'd, I'd rather that happen now, to, now that we're talking about it Like being Basically a superstar In death Rather than being alive Being a superstar Because If you really think about it If you're If you died And became a superstar You don't have to deal with All the shit that comes with Because being a, Being famous Like I'm talking about like A-list famous That comes with a lot Like it's not just Oh I'm famous I can do whatever I want it's a lot that comes with that. So I'd rather, now that I think about it, I'd rather be like an A-list while dead, to be honest. I'd have to deal with none of that shit. Does that make sense? or?
1: Yeah, but then who's going to bring me my Diet Coke? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Fuck up. You drink Diet Coke? Bro? i remember bro, seeing seen a video. Bro, uh, nah, bro, if Kevin. anyone... Bro, the Lil Dicky uh, freestyle? Oh my god. Have you ever heard that? You
0: haven't, have you? Is it the one with Sway?
1: Yes. The sway in the morning freestyle? I think
0: I think so. I think so.
1: Oh my god. Shit is gas. So good. It's wildly offensive, but it's so good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um But now I I see that. I me pers- I feel like I would rather be famous in death than never famous at all. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: I I'd rather my name and things I've done live on after I die. Clearly. I I feel like everyone feels that way. I think that's why we have such a... It's why we have TikTok culture. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone wants to share everything in hopes that they blow up, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: That kind of goes into, like, the whole, like, uh, video I was talking about, the doom to obscurity thing, how, like, even if you are, like, super, you know, famous or whatever, like, do you think it's going to last? Like... Don't you think people are going to forget about you eventually? So it's like, are we really doing this for no reason? Like, I mean, because talking. Oh, go Sorry. On? Go. No, no, no. Go, go, go,
2: go.
1: I was talking to my. uh Oh fuck! Who was I talking to about this? But think of how many people have, how many people used to be obscenely famous that everyone has forgotten about, like Roman celebrities, that no oh, yeah. one knows what about anymore. Man. Like, I mean, we have all these people that we know about that are still famous thousands of years later. But just like you said, like uh, people that were famous at one point that you loved, people that you watched every day and now you don't think about them anymore. How many of those instances have there been in humanity?
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, what do you think solidifies you to like not become obscure? Like, Probably walk on water. Man, I'm about to say what Jesus did, huh? Like, being, being, being Jesus, like doing, doing, what would Jesus do? Doing what he did, man. Bro, do you think walking on water would actually, like,
1: do you think it would have the same effect today?
0: Nah, because we have a lot. I don't of do think... uh, Chris Angel's and David Blaine's running around. So
1: damn, we said, bro, the bar is so high.
0: <laughs> you probably have to heal somebody from cancer, like touch them and. You know, get rid of cancer. Then I think you'd have a chance for sure. I think that 100%. Because Jesus, he was like healing people of cancer, doing all type of shit. Low key, Jesus goaded though. For real, like low key, bro. (laughs) He's the goat for real. Like he was doing a lot, bro. Like he said on God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is the very, very last question I have for you. Where do you see yourself in five years oh uh it'll be
1: 2027 almost 2028 right
0: oh uh, yeah basically yeah
1: uh, so at that point i'll be like 29 oh my god honestly at that point wife and kids would be kind of dope that'd be sick uh if i can do it if i could make this a long time career that'd be amazing like that the goal is financial stability through this while having a family that's like my all-time life goal ever um but if not, like, I have a real job and real skills, so, like, maybe I'll just have a, like, a big boy job. <laughs> a big boy job. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, you ever think about that? Where you'll yeah. be in five years?
0: Um, five years? I kind of be thinking, like, ten years, kind of. Damn, um, I, it's like, a long time but five years I think I'm in this because in five years I'd be two, three, four, five. I'd be 27, 28 so I mm. kind of like you like I would want to have a wife and kids um I don't want to make money off of what I'm doing I definitely want to have like a bigger platform like Like I want to like I don't know like. I just have so much that I want to do um I don't know. I get like kind of like emotional talking about what I want to do because I hope that I have enough time type shit to do what I want to do. But uh, yeah, I just want to be. I want to have like you know, podcasts under me and um, music videos. I want to be you know author. I just want to do a lot. Everything that I'm passionate about, I just want to do it. And uh, yeah, I think that's where I see myself in like seven, eight years, hopefully, just being a fucking massive interviewer, one of the greatest, youngest interviewers in the world, hopefully. Uh, even though that's, like, egotistical to say, but I don't know. Like, I study a lot of great interviewers, so. I
1: mean, shit. That's you it. gotta have the yin and yang, you know? You gotta have the egotistical side sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, kind of going back into what you said, like, you know, having a wife and kids, like, do you think it's possible to, like, be, like, a fucking Mr. Beast level and juggle that? Like, juggle, like, The social media life with like the wife and kids shit you think it's possible to do that
1: i wouldn't want to i don't want that many people knowing who i am or having that much stress no yeah that's a lot i mean i mean it's amazing what he's doing of course but i don't know if i'm i don't know if i would be built for that do you think he thinks he was built for that
0: that's a good question i don't i don't know
1: so i'm i don't know maybe if you actually got there maybe you would uh, be able to handle it. But I mean, if I jumped from 10 K subs where I am now to a hundred million pulling 90 mil views a video, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, but another thing with me though, like I'm probably never doing a face reveal ever. Like I'm probably going to be, when I do like in person videos, like I want to wear a mask type shit. And it's like, and but part of that is mainly because like, I want people to care about what I'm saying because of what I'm saying, not because of what I look like, type shit. You know, like, and it's not me also, being like yeah. insecure or anything. Like, I don't lie. Like, if I get like a bag, like if I'm like super fucking famous and I get offered to do a movie, I'd fucking do it. But it'd have to be a bag. And <laughs> I don't know. And also, like, just the, just like the um, being able to go outside and not worry about, you know. Just not worry about anything. Like, I think who was? I think it was Michael Jackson. Like, he couldn't even go outside. He couldn't do shit. Like, he had to rent out a grocery store to go grocery shopping type shit. Like, he couldn't do anything. Like, so, like imagine going out to eat and everyday people, like hundreds of people, are asking you for a photo, and you're just trying to chill with your fam at the moment. I don't know. I don't
1: Same know. time, bro. Imagine being able to rent out a grocery store. <laughs> Man, that'd be nuts. Damn, but I feel like if that were, the yeah, if that were the case too, I feel like my attempted solution, whether it works or not, uh, probably not. I'm sure celebrities try this. I would try to find some a place to live that has everything I need in the smallest area possible and then live within that area as much as I can. Like get myself normalized in that area if I could.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That way people don't think anything of it when I walk down the street.
0: We have to go to like a village huh like in yeah. thailand or like somewhere in the netherlands somewhere probably romania yeah
1: so yeah some village like disconnected from society or something you know
0: now that in the jungle somewhere now that we're talking about this like what what level do you want to get to like in terms of like let's say like how famous would you want to be like if you could point at somebody and say i would like to get to that success like what does anybody pop into your head Mm. that's a kind of difficult question like i know for me i'd probably have to say um maybe like Wiz khalifa of like the social media world like be like the Wiz khalifa of that i think that'd be pretty cool i don't want to be too famous though
2: but you know
1: i'm just saying it a lot because i've been i've been watching the tmg podcast a lot and watching a lot of cody co and noel miller videos that's why i'm bringing it up so much i'm uh but honestly i feel like where they are is perfect like, they have a lot of internet uh, notoriety, and they also can go to a venue and, like, sell out a show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they walk down the street, they would get noticed sometimes. I feel like that's the perfect level, where you can make a fuck ton of money, but your life isn't ruined.
0: Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, who is, um... You gotta be careful being, like, a social media person, too. Like, who is, like, a super famous, other than Mr. Beast, like, um, on a smaller scale? Like, FaZe rug is, like, famous as fuck, too. Like, he's, like, mm-hmm. up there. Like, I remember seeing a video. He couldn't even, like... What was it? I think he accidentally leaked to a hotel he was at, and there was, like, hundreds of people outside. Like, yeah. he's, like, that's pretty up there, too. But, um... Yeah, um everybody, this is the end of the Moors interview. This is a really, really, really dope interview. Again, I was saying all throughout this interview, this did not feel like an interview. It legit felt like I was just... I don't know. Like I was just talking to a friend. I've never had an interview like this to where I've had interviews close to this, but nothing like this to where we were just like, he was asking me questions. I was asking him questions. Like, I don't know. It was just super fucking dope. So um, if yeah. you're, if you're new to my platform and if you're new to Moore's platform, make sure to follow both of us. I'll leave his um links down below in the description of this. Um, If you're into interviews with people in the gaming scene, people in the underground scene, um, yeah, just follow me. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of interviews um this is like almost well episode nine is going to be the relaunch of obscure image podcast but this is also a part of the relaunch as well on me being more consistent so um i appreciate everybody for listening if you're still around listening to this episode um it's your boy make love and your boy morris and we out peace thanks dude that was dope